Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourself a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have none other than the cyberpunk pirate skeleton, Captain Logan, on to cover everything you think you want to know about seasons, as well as talk about arena changes and the new Champions of Souls event. All that and more in this week's episode of the Keel Hauled Podcast. As always, I want to take a moment to thank all the Patreons that have joined recently, as well as existing members of the Keelhauled Patreon. This week, thanks to Chateau Neuf, Lumpy SRQ, Regis Stella, Rust Belt Kid, El Jefe Esteban, TN Professor, Captain Zeppeli, Big Bad Pad, Mina Ferry, CJ aka Chris Johnston, Dave Room TV, Frank P, Cosmic Johnson, and Kayla the Aficionado. Thank you all so much for all the support you give to me, even if it's just to annoy Rust Belt Kid, a task that is truly worth every stolen doubloon. If you'd like to support and get your name on the podcast, you can head over to the Keelhauled Podcast Patreon in the show notes. The middle and higher tiers get your name on the podcast and get you access to the Discord channel. Now let's get into the show. I want you all to welcome my very special guest, Captain Logan. Captain Logan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a big fan. Always, always been looking forward to joining you on this. Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking I got to have you on and I'm glad we finally be able to make it work. Yeah, me too. That, as you heard, was my cat who will be making a cameo every once in a while. Oh, nice. I've locked mine away and uh, promised them food at some point, maybe mm. or maybe not, depending on how they act. If I lock mine away, you'll hear even more meowing as he has uh, stress and a detachment issues. Oh, so it sounds like my childhood. That's good to know. <laughs> I see in your in your profile picture on Discord as a cat, so I, I guess you you love the little rascals. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're they're fun, especially at like six in the morning when they are telling your wife to feed them, and you've already fed them at five a.m. because you just went to bed, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they they yes. still won't let that go. They have their times, quote unquote, and they refuse to to break from those. Sure. Before I went to bed last night, my cat lost his gosh darn mind pawing at the cabinet we use for food. So I finally gave and fed him. He took two bites and was like, eh, I don't want this. So I don't know what that was about. But I do know what this podcast is about. And it's about Sea of Thieves. And Seasons was just introduced. How are you having fun with Seasons, Logan? Uh, I think it's really great for the game. I think it's adding an element of appeal to the folks that want to have that progression grind that they're used mm-hmm. to with other games i think that sea of thieves has always felt kind of uh dull at points when you're sailing around and there's not really anything going on that's why i generally feel like it's one of those really good conversation games that you have with friends but when you get the opportunity to uh to actually see numbers go up and see like progress mm-hmm. on things i think that adds a lot to the mental interaction with the game that people have been wanting for a while what do you think i'll tell you in just a second as let me go get my cat into someplace he will chill congratulations on your uh change it's almost as if godzilla has been uh saved from king kong i don't know how that fits i'm just trying to be topical well i do appreciate that yes like (laughs) i i i the king kong who everyone wants to have a chance at winning will always be in some way subservient to this stupid smaller than me animal that somehow gets to run my life but seasons i get to run i get to choose how i go through them i get to do what i want i'm enjoying seasons so far 
I really enjoy that I get to let me put a little peek, let me part the kimono, a little peek behind the scenes. You go, oh, what's going on backstage here? What's that? how are they making those McDonald's sandwiches? Haven't you noticed, by the way, that they've stopped letting you see how they make the McDonald's sandwiches? That's fine, whatever. I can just look up a YouTube video and be grossed out there and watch people put their feet in lettuce or something. We I, I've created a list here. Last time I was on this podcast, which is every time because of course it is my podcast. I felt bad because I had a lot of negative things to say. So I've made a positive and a negative list here for mm-hmm. seasons so that in some way I can actually explain to people why I actually play this game that I'm always ragging on. <laughs> so one of the things on my positive section that I like a lot is I do like that I get to just do whatever I want and I get rewarded for it. One of the things I keep pushing and keep wanting to have happen is whatever they're adding into the game for progress, you know, like whether it's, you know, uh, leveling up your trading companies mm-hmm. or whatever, is do whatever you want. What what do you enjoy about the game? I get to do that and I get rewarded for it. So, hey, you like, you love doing events, then do the events you get level for. Or do you just like hitting up some of those voyages? You got some favorite voyages, then you can do those and get for it. Or do you just like, you know, scrounging and being the salvager and like, oh, I just like finding uh, loot that's washed up on shore or in the barrels of playing. However you like to do it, whatever you like to do about this game, whatever's your favorite part about this game, you get to do it. And then for those things, you get rewarded. And it isn't just like nope it's if if it was just the trials i'd be upset but no it's like every little thing will get you at least a little bit of xp you know what's funny about that too is the fact that i don't i don't know about you have have you run into this where you'll be at an island and you'll start to turn the boat as you kind of leave the island after whatever it is you're doing and you'll get like sea of thieves nautical mile renown earned and you're like but i was just turning the boat i was just i was literally just i turned the wheel if this was a ship would i still get in in the storm would i still get credit that so i have Mm -hmm. a feeling that yes you you do get the benefit of having renown pop up for doing just about whatever you want in the sea thieves but i i have and i haven't tested this yet but i'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to run into a Kraken and there's going to be a little thing. Kraken appeared. You pooped your pants. Renown gained. (laughs) And I haven't proved it, but I feel like you're going to get renowned for even the weirdest things in this game. Ran over a barrel in the sea. Renown earned. Would have gotten that yesterday (laughs) while chasing a brig. Absolutely did that. Uh, But it was okay. They mega kegged us and we survived. So take that. Yeah, I have gotten more sailing progress while standing still than I have sailing. I don't know what what it is about that, but absolutely those notifications come up when you've come to a complete stop. Yeah, it's rather ironic. What you did is you secretly just found the infinite renown uh, method, which is just keep your boat turning and that counts as miles, maybe. Maybe we just, somebody experiment with this. No, we don't need to, can we cut that out? Like we don't need to be telling people (laughs) all the things. I know this harkens back to that kid that I met back in the shores of plenty alone on a galleon going in circles trying to spawn a kraken. But there's $40 worth of content in this plunder pass that uh, people don't need. They need to earn that the way we wink wink Mm. did, you know. Right. Ah, common mantra yes. I've heard from Sea of Thieves players. Either you get it the way I get it, or this is mine now. Go away. Oh, no, I don't use it. I just keep it in my chest. But it's mine now, and you don't get to have it. Yes. <laughs> don't tell Fortnite, because they had that glitch at the beginning of the most recent season where you could get to level 100 in about, I think it was like 10 minutes until they patched it out. Yeah, but their their plunder pass, their, their battle pass is mm-hmm. egregious. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, excuse me. It is amazingly egregious. Have you seen what it takes just to get the Grogu back <laughs> stuff? 
it's a little cr- and then they want me to buy halo master chief skin then they want me to buy god of wars kratos skin then they're like mm-hmm. oh do you like the terminator do you like the predator and i'm like <laughs> yeah i do i was i grew up in the 90s and i watched 80 movies and all kinds of good stuff yeah i like that and they're like would you like to spend lots of money for that and i was like uh for a game you don't play uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh every season i tell myself caleb i'm like look it's that meme where i'm looking at the mirror and i'm pointing at myself and i'm saying you know it's my hoodie she can't have it i'm looking at myself i'm saying caleb you need to stop spending money you don't play the game as much as you used to it's wasting it you don't need to keep buying these you're not going to buy the next season and then i always do and then this season they're like hey do you like john master chief and i'm like i do like john master chief they're like mm, here it is by the way side note one of my favorite youtube videos i, I i'm gonna i'll be so mad if i already talked about this last episode was <laughs> somebody said <laughs> It was uh, how how to how to view Halo in the game, and it, it was a it was a playthrough of Halo Combat Evolved. They did the whole first level, and then in the second level, they get up to the point where you first acquire a vehicle, and you get in the vehicle, and then it throws to third person, and he goes, and there he is, guys. There's Halo <laughs> showing Master Chief, and the video ended. <laughs> you finally got to see Halo as a titular character. Oh my gosh, Zelda's the girl. Not the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite phrase of that is, hey, guys, what if Zelda was a girl? Yeah. <laughs> and if they put Samus Aran in there, going to have to buy that. <sighs> it's They can't, though, right? Like, Oh, no, it's Nintendo. Of course they won't. I, I, I just say that. Just <laughs> let me know that that's the case. Like the day Fortnite gets Legend of Zelda like Link, regardless of whatever mm. Link it is, that is the day that I will I will learn how to build in that stupid game. <sighs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Logan, you don't understand. You don't need to learn how to build. No. Uh, I haven't learned how to build. I refuse to build. And what happens is I just get match made with people who also don't build or are bots. And so you, you end up fighting a lot of people who don't know how to build. I got my I got a victory royale uh twice, either yesterday or day before, and I'm not good at the game. So just don't build and you'll just fight other people. Don't build. Don't worry about it. You know, I'll be honest, that happened to me the other day. And when someone was like, oh man, yeah, bots are really, really rampant at sometimes. And I'm like, wait, are these bots that people are putting in there? Or are these bots that, that Riot is putting in there because they know that I'm bad? It's are they Epic. Epic? Right. Epic. What's the difference? Aren't they both owned by Tencent? <laughs> well, at that point, we might as well not use any company name. Dab, dab, dab dab except for rare which isn't owned by them i hope not but that's the game we need to talk about i am going to mention fortnite a lot because that's my main experience with seasons Uh which brings me to one of my negatives here in their pr they said over and over again including their most recent interview now be careful i'm i'm Mm -hmm. i'm looking at an article right now so i'm going to be fact checking all right good thank you i need this and uh i'll just edit you out if you say anything i don't like or contradict me in any way that's fair Uh, it's your podcast (laughs) i mean that is what i do on my other show (laughs) They keep saying that, you know, this isn't like other battle passes, all right? You know, it's it's actually free, and you can buy the pre- – you can buy into the premium tiers. And they're like, that's not how the you – know, we, were, we weren't even going to call it. We were like, should we even call the uh, – uh, use the word pass, battle pass, plunder pass? Because it's really our take on it. It's not even really – it's exactly what every other gaming thing does. It's exactly what they all do. They all offer free tiers and premium tiers. That is exactly what they all do. Rare, I challenge you. Articulate how the heck it's different because you haven't done that yet. You can keep screaming the sky is bright glow-in-the-dark purple, but it's just not. 
You need to provide just a tad bit of evidence. I swear, if anyone says Aurora Borealis, I'm banning you. I mean, I, I lived in Alaska for like five years, and it, it was at times purple because <laughs> of the Aurora Borealis, which I will say is actually really beautiful. I can't say that I've seen the same thing that you're seeing. This is, this is one of those situations where I'll have to push back. When I first heard about the season's plunder pass and stuff, I saw the writing on the wall that they were going to run it the way that most other systems are. And I compared them exactly to Fortnite, to Destiny, to Call of Duty, all of the, you know, Apex Legends, where there is for sure a free tier and a premium tier. And the premium tier offers the cosmetics or the content from the normal microtransaction stores that you would normally buy stuff from. I think the difference here is the rewards that you get for the the plunder pass don't feel wholly consistent. Like the the weapons that you get from them are, but not everything. Like you get the sea wolf uh or no the saber wolf figurehead, but then you get the burden bear wheel and then the crab dab <laughs> emote mm-hmm. with the ruby splash tail king monarch cost like it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a theme it just feels like kind of a mishmash like you're just grabbing sure. whatever left leftovers are in the fridge and you're like all right well i guess this is dinner you got two fish sticks and those are the those are the weapons that you get from the planter pass so I mean, if, mm-hmm. if anything, I felt like the free tier has more consistency with its reward style or theme than the plunder pass does. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, though. No, you're definitely right. You can't argue with that. You, you were right when you said that, like the new stuff that we that isn't in the Emporium yet was consistent. They're all like, you know, because it's a weapon set. But you're right. Those things. Hey, by the way, the only part of the Nightwolf set I own is the collector's figurehead. So that was cool. Uh <laughs> oh it's such a it's it's funny because that's actually one of the sets that i i like because of the celtic style of embroidery if you will on the on the side of the railings and such i haven't picked up that set because it's one of those ones that just kind of hit at the wrong time for me financially so i was like "Mm, plunder pass i wonder if the rest of the set will come because it's going to look really weird if i just got this puppers on the front of my ship and not the rest of it (laughs) oh but he's such a good boy he is such a good boy the bestest boy (laughs) so i can't remember what was the point we were getting at with this being a, a negative i'm just yelling at rare for saying that it's not different from other other battle passes when it's exactly the same from other seasons in their game i don't know what they're talking about and they need to prove it because they're wrong caleb you're ridiculous don't be a youtube comment what's your what's your next positive note <laughs> if you don't want me to be a youtube comment then this show can end right now tune off now <laughs> my next positive is it gives me a reason to play over time Towards the end of last year, when I had gotten everything, really waning off the game, which is fine. I've got so many games. It's always great to play other games, but I do enjoy this game. Like 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 most games, it gave me reasons to play. Like, oh, I'm going to jump to Killing Floor because there's a new update. And then you kind of jump around and like, oh, okay, well, Halo, Master Chief Collection just introduced a new season, so I'll play that. And then, oh, okay, now Sea of Thieves has got a new season, so you'll play that. That's just fine. But all those games also try to give you reasons to play every day. Mm-hmm. This is a great reason. This is something to do. So reason for there to be gameplay uh unlike other times where it's just like okay well you we introduce a new voyage and you can do it 50 times to get the whatever reward that might be the reason but here it's like okay but we have a lot of a lot of reasons to keep playing and as I was saying, towards the end of last year, I was just rolling some crews and we were just, we were just throwing on Reaper's bones and, and, and fighting. So we just wanted to fight other players. Yeah. 
that was it. We didn't even care about the gold. Uh, if the gold sank, who cared? We just wanted to, to fight because there was nothing left to do. We didn't need any gold to buy anything. So we're just like, oh, we'll just go fight and be fun. Now we're like, oh, yeah, you're darn sure tootin'. We're doing everything we can now to get the renown. And we're keeping that gold to, to buy the stuff that's in the game now, which we'll talk about in a second. So I really like that this is a, a great way to give me more reason to keep playing the game. Always give me a little bit of motivation. It's great that games have uh, a repeatable gameplay and that the, the, the core mechanics are repeatable. And that's the fun reason you play the game. But also every game should give you a reason to keep coming back to it aside from just fun gameplay. Yeah, as a game as a service, I would agree. If if it were like a one first player narrative story, it would be a little bit different. But oh, sure. I, I, I'm right there with you. Though I would argue I've been playing Ocarina of Time Randomizer over and over and over again, which is a single player game because you can just keep making those random each time and they keep introducing new mechanics and throwing there. Holy crap, is that fun? Can you make an old, what is it, like 25-year-old game a lot of fun? Yeah, that sounds like Master Quest. That sounds interesting. Of course, it's hard to choose between Ocarina of Time Randomizer or the leaked Xbox 360 GoldenEye XBLA torrent that's out there. I bought a controller and when it comes in, I'm playing that. How do you not have, oh God pc people all the time you watch your mouth i do have a controller it just drifts to the left and it's infuriating so i need to do what i'm not playing golden i constantly going to left i can't do that on double o difficulties can't do it is it the controller or is it the oh, oh all of this in minecraft i would never pirate a game all of this in minecraft yeah no we don't pirate outside of pirating right of course yes I mean, i'm a pirate and pirate that's just how that's just how that goes uh but yeah, the the fact that they're giving you the seasons and being able to do renewable stuff is is great. And I think that kind of lends itself well to the recent introduction of like the gold sinks that have been brought mm-hmm. into the game that I'm sure we'll get into at some point. But I'm assuming you had more than two positives and one negative for seasons. Did you have a, another negative? Wow, what a great guess. I do have another negative. Surprising. I think that most tiers aren't very exciting. It's like gold or doubloons or ancient coins. And which, by the way, throughout this whole season, you're going to get 70k gold, 420 doubloons, nice, and 250 ancient coins. Here, here's a fun little game. Uh, look in the Emporium and look at what costs 250 ancient coins or less and report back to me. Mm-hmm. And then see how much of that is stuff that isn't on sale. There's not a whole lot. It's $2.50, Logan. True. I can't get excited over $2.50. Okay, but here's the caveat. Mm-hmm. This is intended to earn earn people money. Like, this is intended to earn the company money. Like, they, they aren't giving us real money to play the game. <laughs> you they're, sweet summer child. They're asking us for money to play the game outside of the initial cost and it's up to us to decide if we want to do that and if we buy into the ten dollar plunder pass and we get two dollars and fifty cents back that's 20 percent of the cost that or 25 percent of the cost is that right is my math correct on that two dollars and fifty cents would be one quarter the cost of ten dollars yeah so you you get 25 percent of that back if you complete it which means that only 75 percent of that is actual profit to them and they're still losing profit because technically if you wanted to buy the stuff that was in the emporium like you already have uh, you've already spent the the cost out of that so they're actually losing additional cost unless 
if you're planning on buying that stuff anyway, if you weren't planning on buying that stuff anyway, it doesn't matter because it wouldn't have been any any value to them at all because you weren't going to plan on picking it up. But if you look at the fact that they're getting 75% of the Plunder Pass as actual profit, not including the stuff that they're there, then yeah, I, I mean, I'm okay with not getting my full return. Like I, I understand with Fortnite, if you play Fortnite and you play and you you pick up the season pass, uh, the paid version, and you play through all of that, then you get the value of that season pass back to put towards the next one because they're hoping that the the point of it is the investment. They want you to to be playing the game to keep the servers active so that people have good engagements and keep returning to the game. Even if you're good or bad, doesn't matter. But with Sea of Thieves being a paid game, there's still the benefit of them for one being on Game Pass, for two being a you know thirty dollar game or forty dollar depending on if you're buying it on Steam. It still it still sells really well. They understand that they, that this is not necessarily the the way that they have to have people play the game. People are playing the game regardless. This is just an incentive for them to play more frequently. So. To them, it, it needs to be profit to justify the content that's going to be coming with it because we've already had one content update in the seasons. I'm expecting at least a couple more over the course of the, the next couple months. So, I mean, I, I'm i okay with that. I, I mean, sure, yeah. Would I love to get my 10 bucks back and then be able to put that towards season two? Yeah, but, you know, I feel like I'm getting enough golden doubloons out of it to, to justify that. And... I don't know if they're still doing this for this season. Actually, I'm kind of curious, but Microsoft uh, Store typically has a bundle going on for Sea of Thieves. And that bundle is usually about mm, like 15 bucks, 15-ish bucks. And in that bundle, you usually get about 10 bucks worth of ancient coins along with the 20K gold and whatever little bundled cosmetics come with it. With that, I mean, that's the plunder pass right there. So let's see. Yeah, if I buy with my Game Pass Ultimate, the Lunar Festival bundle, that is $15.29. I get 25K gold. I get the weapon, the lunar stuff, and then I get 550 ancient coins. So I get a deal on the lunar cosmetics already, 550 coins plus the 250 that I would get back from the Plunder Pass, effectively making the Plunder Pass two bucks for the bundle plus the initial cost of the investment. So if you spend the additional thing at the bundle. Right. But you're you're getting you're getting stuff <laughs> I've for I've turned the import- this $10 thing into a $40 thing, but I've saved 50 cents. Are you an extreme coupon or what's happening? No, that's here? not that is nowhere close to the value. It, like if I wanted the the Lunar Festival weapons and cosmetics, because you get what is this? Let me take a look at this. The Lunar Festival bundle, you get the festival weapon bundle, which is four items, paired with the festival costume, which is two items, and 25k gold. Those items. What's the the, the perceived value on the Emporium for those? No, I, I get that bundles offer a discount. Right. I don't know. I don't know what this has to do with two fifty ancient coins. Well, the t- so I mean, if you wanted to supplement the cost of the plunder pass even more, you could pick up the lunar festival bundle, which is already a value. Use the- yeah, sure. Notice how you're going to things outside the battle pass to justify the garbo we're getting here. <laughs> two things: one, Fortnite doesn't actually give you back what you need to start another season. They did that exactly once. Really, other ones do that, but this one doesn't. Oh, okay. And uh, so this is not uncommon. I'm not mad about that. But just if you're getting between, if you're going to give me a coin amount, it's insulting at a coin amount that you literally can't spend in the store or can only spend on like 
literally three things. That's crazy pants. If the only thing that you can attribute that I can use it for is towards the next plunder pass, Mm -hmm. congratulations on your first hit that we're helping you to take on your second. Come on, it's an insulting amount. I'm insulted. Does Fortnite or other games that offer season passes, do they offer you ways to earn the currency required to purchase items in their microtransaction store? In normal gameplay? Speaking only to Fortnite, because that's the only one I'm really familiar with. No, only via the Battle Pass. Okay, so the vi- the, the Battle Pass is the only way to earn, was it V-Bucks for, for their Battle Pass? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you feel about the Ancient Skellies then? That is a way to earn actual real money currency in the game without ever having to invest anything outside of time and luck. Yeah, they're cool. I wish they were you know, spawn more frequently than the Shrouded Ghost, but I like them. I mean, if you're looking at some of the streamers that I've talked to, some of them have upwards of, of you know, Yeah, but I'm a dozen. Reaper boy, Logan. Guess who isn't on land a lot? Uh, Reaper boys? Reaper boys! Reaper we boys. on them ships, son? I got in, uh, Ancient Skeletons exactly two times. You know when I got them both? Alliance server when the Thieves Haven run first came out because everyone was on three islands, one the majority of the time. So Ancient Skeletons would pop because everyone on the server was there. That's the only time I ever got Ancient Skeletons. So diversify your style of gameplay and experience more of the oh, game? Oh, you're right. I should modify what I enjoy about the game for a chance to get their Garbo pants, Garbo stuff. That's fine. <laughs> you keep saying I'm it's I'm not Garbo. arguing against Did ancient skeletons. It? They're fine. They're great. I'm fine with the ancient skeletons. Don't You're moving the goalposts. This is great. You're really good at limbo. I'm saying the 250 ancient coins that we get in the battle pass is insulting when there's almost nothing that we can spend it on except for the next battle pass. There's more ways to earn ancient coin. I agree that 250 is not a whole lot for what you invest in to to be able to spend back into the actual Pirate Emporium. That being said, I do have to agree that if they did add more, I think it would be something that I would hope would be somewhere around five dollars. You know, five fifty for like the bundle is perfect because you can get like a pet or you can get like a, a costume or something for a pet, something like that. But at that point, we, we've already seen inflations with other currencies in Sea of Thieves. It's become an issue, which you know they're they're trying to address now. Do you think that maybe if they started giving away too much, we would run into that situation where we would have to look at an increased cost of items in the Pirate Emporium because everyone's getting ancient coins back? Sure. Yes. If every every, every day everyone was got you know ten thousand ancient coins, that's that's nowhere near the case. To extend the olive branch. I will say this, no good deed goes unpunished, and I could very well see them sitting around a conference table and saying, all right, we've got this battle pass, so is there anything we can do to punch it up? And someone says, you know what? Let's give them some ancient coins. You're like, yeah, let's convert some of those gold things into ancient coins. And what we don't know is that we weren't going to get any ancient coins, and now they were nice enough to give us a little bit, and we're complaining about it. That kind of stuff happens all the time because you just don't know the perspective. <laughs> yeah. The introduction to that whole point was that most tiers aren't exciting. And uh, regardless if you think that is enough ancient coins, I I find myself not looking forward to to the tiers. And that's fine. There's sometimes like in Fortnite, there's like, you know, oh, I don't really care about getting a cool icon. But most of the vast majority of the tiers have things that are interesting and exciting. Here, it's like there's like three things on every every group of 10. There's maybe two or three things. Sometimes there's only one that I even care about. And some of that's only because of the plunder pass. Uh, I think if I was to give him a suggestion for next time, make the other tiers a little more uh, exciting. Yeah, I mean, I I was definitely going through the plunder pass last night. And as I was looking at some of the different tiers, it's mostly just like doubloons and gold. 
But again, that's the thing I need right now after going through and purchasing what I could of like Dark Adventures set that wiped out all of my gold stashes. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that that's this isn't the first instance where this that's going to be the case. I'm sure that we're going to run into more things like that. Here's a suggestion that I would would recommend if they did take out some of that gold and doubloons and add cosmetics. I think they would have to increase the amount of rep or renown gain that is needed to hit those different tiers. Doing stuff in, say, like Destiny, you have to burn through a few of those daily quests. You have to go through and do a couple dungeons. You know, you you have to put some real effort into getting your levels, but those levels usually yield way better content than Mm. what the free version of the Plunder Pass. Now, the caveat to that is their free tier is good for the first 20 levels. You'll get something good every level for the first 20 levels. After that 20 levels, that free tier dries up and it's Hmm. something good every five to 10 levels. And sometimes the thing at the five level tier increment is not even that great. So compared to other plunder or other season passes that I've run into, Sea of Thieves at least offers a lot of stuff for the free tier the whole way through that I don't see with other battle pass systems. Mm, I I think it's, it's almost entirely unexciting for the free tier, but, uh, but, but when we move on to to something else, (laughs) uh, Oh, Oh, you did, you did make me think of something which about the doubloons and not the doubloons, the ancient coins and jokes aside, it is kind of sucked that like, well, if you're on the boat in this boat game, you don't get a chance for ancient skeletons. I remember talking with some of my friends who often run reapers and they were suggesting a, um, and sometimes I think it's foolish to hear people talk about like their little suggestions as if rare doesn't have enough suggestions that they can come up with themselves and enough work to do that I'm like, yeah, but let me uh, just an amateur tell you what to do. But to run into that problem, because why not fall into the hole you see in front of you? We were talking about it'd be interesting if like it was a rare uh, skeleton ship spawn and and that when you sank that would give you it would act as an ancient coin skeleton. I think we had discussed this one of the times that we were sailing. You'd you'd brought that up too. But yeah, I and and I'm. 100% with you on that one. If there was a skeleton fleet where there was a chance on one of the ships that there'd be a roaming skeleton, ancient coin skeleton, and it was just on one of the decks. And if you happen to go over there, you could kill it and guarantee that you got it. Or like if you boarded one of the skeleton ships and you went to go like stop the holes, like there'd be a chance that one of the spawn skeletons that spawn on that ship could be an ancient skeleton but that kind of pushes too much to the skill required to be able to do that as opposed to just being present on an island and happening happening i think the other problem is that that sounds very grindable i can just sit on the skeleton ship all day trying to whereas the suggestion that just it would be a random ship spawn in the ship is what gave you the doubloons right couldn't be grindable right but what's what's the difference between just sitting around an island and trying to trying to wait for an ancient skelly to spawn on it compared to trying to farm or grind out an ancient skelly on a on a skeleton ship i guess i would yeah i guess you're right i I consider that the rate of skeleton spawn on skeleton ship is extremely high especially if you don't have a voyage on an island the skeletons that spawn are much lower regardless it's just random ideas thrown out there yeah but something that i thought was very adorable of you is that you were talking about how they were trying to make money with the plunder pack 
dumbass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what they're doing. You think that $10 means anything to them. If it did, they wouldn't offer it in ancient coins. All this does is that they get people to continue to be in their ecosystem, in their game, to draw eyes towards the Emporium where they're making their money. They're not making money with the Plunder Pass. That's nowhere near its goal. Its goal is to drive to the other things that make them money. And here's how you know whether or not I'm right or wrong. If the Emporium gets updated before the next season, then you know I'm right. If it doesn't, if it's the three-month thing, then I'll, I'll freely admit I'm wrong. I agree that they're they're probably losing money by giving away some of the cosmetics that are in there for a fourth of the cost that they typically would get from the Pirate Emporium themselves. Where I disagree is with the principle that I have for Game Pass. Most people would not buy the games that are on game pass but people will happily spend the 15 10 to 15 dollars a month and get all of those games regardless and that seems to be a system that is working very well for microsoft as that is their kind of their prerogative they're pushing that ecosystem and that style of gaming more than just big you know one-off hits like last of us or ghost of tsushima or god of war things like that rare is willing to eat the cost of what they they price their cosmetics in the Emporium by putting some of those into the plunder pass for a fourth of the cost. If they know that they are going to get people to spend $10 as opposed to $40, it's much easier to ask someone for $10 than it is for $40 when it comes to cosmetics or anything in general, actually, especially when they are looking at the cost of those cosmetics and then thinking about how they just spent $40 in Steam to get the game. It's hard to ask someone for the price of a game for 11 cosmetics worth of cosmetic. Mm-hmm. Time for our annual call of make this free to play. Yeah. I mean, that's and me. That's the thing is is like the the game has the value. I see the value in this game being a purchasable game. I don't know that I would want it to go free to play because that puts too much emphasis on the plunder pass and on the seasons that I have issue with. No, 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 no. It puts too much emphasis on the Emporium, which already has a ton of emphasis and gets all the development time anyway. It's already there. It's already happening. I would disagree. We had this conversation last time that we talked and I... (laughs) I'm sorry. I have an awful memory. I don't mean to repeat stuff. I apologize. No, you're good. But remember, um, we were talking about how they they were putting too much dedication towards the Pirate Emporium cosmetics and how those looks yeah. so much better than anything that was coming to the game sure sure aren't you happy that you don't have to buy the silent barnacle set from the emporium of course and that they've added multiple sets to the game that have not come to the emporium yes so they see the feedback and they're pivoting away from that you know the dark adventure set is amazing looking it's the most expensive oh, stop stuff. logan my my heart what are you talking about they're not pivoting away from it the seasons is a way to continue that. They can continue to put all their effort in the Emporium because now they have a way for you to look like you're earning it. Oh, bind of the Plunder Pass. Look, you're earning the things that are in the Emporium. We can still update the Emporium because that's where you're going to draw from. Dab, 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 dab on the gamers. Well, they're adding stuff to the Emporium, but none of the Emporium content is actually in the Plunder Pass. Anything no, that's It allows new. access for the future. It, the, the stuff that we don't even have in the Emporium yet is in the Plunder Pass. What do you mean? What's it's stuff? going to be the guns are going to be in the Emporium. Well, they, they are going to be. In, I mean, this is a way to earn them before you actually before they go to right. the Emporium. But for example, the Lunar Festival stuff that just came to the Emporium, none of that is in the Plunder Pass. They could have easily put some of that into the Plunder Pass and be like, here's the hat. Here's the here's one pet. 
If you want the rest, you're going to have to go to the Emporium and buy that stuff there. All the stuff that's in the Plunder Pass are are things that aren't there or things that are old in there. So it's, you know, there's... Oh, so the two things that could possibly be in there, things that are or things that will be? But there's currently new stuff that isn't. Yes. How in the world you see this as a point for you and not a point for my point? <laughs> because seeing here. you're suggesting that the, the Emporiums where they're trying to drive engagement with the seasons, I'm arguing that there are three new sets in the outpost cosmetics thankfully now that they're outposts away from Lorena, that you can buy with gold that yeah. you don't have to buy into the plunder pass for mm-hmm. yeah wonderful yeah there's no disagreement here i love that and, and we can talk about that now my caleb's mind is very ocd let's put things in a box we're talking about seasons now but we're, we're naturally talking about other things so let's just let it happen yes i am so thrilled that they're hearing that and they even heard the things like, why in the world is this in Lorena's shop? Uh, I love where Lorena is now, and I'll ask you how you feel about that. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts where she is now, too, but I think it's great. And I love how they said, you know, like, Silent Barnacle. I'm so happy I got that. I, You know how long I've been waiting to get that outfit? I played after that outfit was introduced. When I first played, this, the Wailing Barnacle ship was introduced, and that was the first thing I bought that was time-limited. And I love it, and I'm so excited to finally get the weapons and the outfit, and I can look like I'm from under the sea. But I've been waiting for that for so long. Oh, I'm so excited. Excited. Uh, great to see those things. And, and the recolors are still in the game for the gold. Great. Love that they introduced these things. And, and, and let's let praise where praise is due. So happy that's there. I don't think that in any way counteracts the point where I'm trying to make it. Maybe if I say it more pointedly, uh, we can be clear about where maybe we have disagreements and, and we can get rid of this thing where we're two people who agree argue with each other because they don't understand what the person is saying, which I do all the time. What I'm saying is maybe I can put it into two points. The season's purpose for them is for two things. It is to, is to, it's to draw eyes in the Emporium. People will continually play their game. Mm-hmm. The more you play their game, the more chances that you'll have to look at the Emporium. The other thing it does is it allows their current workflow, which is which is to mainly focus on the Emporium, which doesn't preclude having other things such as the Silent Barnacle and other such things, other such recolors or whatever, even if it be new things that they add to the regular shops. Mm-hmm. But they continue to focus mainly on the Emporium and then not be so criticized for it because they're giving you access to the Emporium through the seasons. Hey, look, you can get things that are in the Emporium through the seasons. You can even get things before they're at the Emporium. So when you look at, when they have to look down and look at, all right, what do we need to work on? We can work on the Emporium and it will appear as if we're giving content for the players to earn in game because they can earn it through seasons. Some of the things, of course. I would agree a hundred percent with you. And I agree with you 95% with you. If they hadn't introduced <laughs> so many cosmetic sets to the standard outpost cosmetic mm-hmm. shops as they did with this update, if they had released three sets of cosmetics and two of those went to the Emporium, I would say that that would be egregious, but they've offered enough mm-hmm. cosmetic variants to the regular store, the shops and some that are even gold sinks that I think sure. I think that they are still pushing people to the Emporium, obviously. That's evident. But I don't think it's as bad as it was six months ago. Yeah. Oh, totally agree with you here. I think they really they really turned a corner here about make, giving us things that we can spend our gold on. I think they're doing it in a manner that they don't get to they don't have to change how much they're focusing on the Emporium. They're just adding a little bit of focus to the to the in-game gold. And I'm so happy about it. The introduction of a really good gold sink has really satisfied so many of my complaints about what I'm gonna put my gold on. Like I was saying really at good? the end of December. Yeah. Uh <laughs> 
as Jeff and Control Robin might say, end of December, we weren't even gathering loot anymore. We were just sinking chips for the gameplay. Now I'm I'm getting every gold I can because now I finally have something to spend it on. Wonderful. I love it. And if Rare would continue to introduce either probably be my I can't believe I'm saying this my preference which is maybe you know every season comes out a new a new huge gold sink but they could do it all at once maybe you know over the over this whole season we get the rest of the dark adventurer set I think that's what it's called yeah and then you know you just have the whole year to try to earn that egregious amount of money not egregious that enormous amount of money that's cool too at the moment and and this is not necessarily my sentiment because I'm I'm looking at the long game for this and I'm trying to I'm trying to stay level headed about my approach to this because I don't want to kill myself trying to earn enough gold to get all of these cosmetics right away. A lot of folks are looking at how much the Dark Adventure cosmetics cost and thinking, how the heck am I going to earn this with the amount of time I spend on the game? I have to emphasize this: you don't have to buy it right away. This is not content that's going away. They've done away with the time-limited stuff outside of sales in the Emporium. You can earn this content. What what is what has been time-limited since some of the season stuff? Some of the season stuff is time-limited? Yep. Like what? If you don't earn them this season, you don't get them. Oh, what's that Logan you didn't know cuz they didn't make it clear? That certainly isn't another bullet point I have here. Uh uh <laughs> Why don't you make your point and then and then we'll get um, to it I'm, I just, I'm, I'm off track. I just want folks to – and okay, so speaking specifically to the gold sink sure, sure, cosmetics, sure. that stuff yes, is not going away. Other stuff mm-hmm. may be going away. I, I mean, we can jump into that. But with the stuff that obviously costs more gold, it's apparent that they are doing this so that gold has value and because they want you to buy it over time it's just like getting the gold curse from the tall tales they realize it's going to take a long time for people to do the tall tales five times each and collect all of the journals for that but that's the long-term goal and that's the thing is they don't tell you like these are going to be for the next six months and these are going to be for the next two weeks they just tell you this is all the stuff and it's up to us to decide how quickly we want to get that stuff. But I'm I'm seeing what you're talking about as far as the time limited Shroud Breaker season one collectibles. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. To respond to what you said, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and and this is a problem they had with the black market. I remember them saying like in a patch note or something, how when they introduced the black market archives, they're like, you know, what we've noticed is that most people just save up gold and as soon as this comes out, they just buy it all. And, and they couldn't overcome that to give a purpose to have gold because people just buy it as soon as it came out because it was they had the gold. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then they tried to make it by making the archive more expensive than if you bought it right away way yada 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 this is their solution i think it's a great solution now your gold which is the main thing or maybe i should say one of the main thing the way accommodations work that you get for doing things you now it needs to have a purpose if you're going to have your main thing in the game it needs to have a purpose now it's a purpose because the purpose is to buy things now there's things to buy simple as that and even like uh the recolors are very expensive compared to their their counterparts Hard to compare with things that went from doubloons to gold, but like even just like the recolors of things that you buy normally for gold, much more expensive. The the silent barnacle is very expensive. So even that's a thing for somebody who doesn't have uh, an enormous amount of money. That's something to work towards. And then even like when I first became Pirate Legend, I'm like, am I going to try to buy this normal thing or do I want to try to save up for the Pirate Legend hull or whatever? Great things. And I'm I'm, uh, I'm so happy. This to me is their solution. I've heard them say that this isn't all of their solution to the gold sink problem, which 
worries me, and this episode, guys, we're at like five bullet points of 100, so we cannot get into this unless we want a three and a half hour episode, which I'm all for. I'll be here all day if Logan will let me. I mean, this is my podcast. I get to make decisions, but you know, maybe next episode, Logan, you and I can argue about whether or not reoccurring gold sink is something that should be in the game, but to, 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 to tease that argument for later, very happy that we have this thing. It costs a lot of gold. And if I may talk to a point that some people make, uh, I saw on the forums, this is no straw man, I saw this, uh, people say, oh great, I'm glad that we're catering to the Alliance server players. And y'all know I am an Alliance server player at times. I don't think that's what Rare is doing. I don't think it's what Rare should do. An Alliance server, somebody who can join an Alliance server for the purpose of making an enormous amount of gold, uh, will always have everything, and that's fine if that's the way they want to play, and that's they can everyone can play their own way. I think they're not catering towards that, because that person will always meet whatever number that Rare throws out there. Uh, this is for the for players who don't plan to learn servers. Who it's just, just something for all this gold that you're 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 mounting. You finally have something to work towards to buy it all. Even I didn't have all the gold to buy everything. I, I wouldn't worry about. It. I don't think they're balancing the game economy based on alliance servers because I think it's an impossible yeah, I, task. I don't see that as a valid valid argument because the the point of the alliance servers is is to earn gold, but a lot of it is to just work on achievements and complete the the hard to do tasks a, away from PvP and. I, for me, that's always been one of those situations where, for one, play how you want to play. That's fine. If you want to earn that much gold and whatnot, that's fine as well, too. But, you know, those people generally play because they love the game and not because they are, you know, a lot of them probably are just doing it for gold. I can't speak for them. I can't speak for any of them. But from my experience, a lot of the times those people just like to play the game and they like to play the game with people that they know and can chat with. Not all of them in that case, you know, some cases, but I, I'm with you in the sense of where the people that have a lot of gold are just people that have been playing the game since launch and gold has just become a lot easier to get and the people that have a lot of it are generally the people that have learned the most efficient means to do it unlike the kind of fresh players that are getting in there so even if they were catering this to the alliance servers this is something that i think is still balanced well enough that people that play on a regular basis and know how to earn gold are able to get these cosmetics mm -hmm. and it actually harkens back to the days where ship liveries used to cost a lot and you used to have to work with your crew to plan out, all right, we, <laughs> we all have the same amount of gold. We can't all afford the, the entire ship cosmetic set. So someone's going to have to buy the ship livery. Someone's going to have to buy the sail. Someone's going to have to buy the figurehead. Mm -hmm. And you, you divvied up the cost of cosmetics between you and your crew so that you could run around with the entire rogue sea dog set as soon as you could because that was the set to go for back in the day but hardly anyone could earn enough gold in those days to mm -hmm. actually buy all of it themselves now over the course of time that's not been the case and now it's actually a point where if you can't you feel like you've been slighted somehow which is <laughs> funny in a game where you have to work with another crew I think only the solo sloopers are the the ones that feel uh, shafted in this instance, but they needed a, a gold sink. This is it. I'm sure they'll have additionals that will come to the game at some point in the future where mm. they'll they'll and it'll be kind of future proofing themselves. But it's one of those things. I do want to have that discussion about renewable gold sinks because not every cosmetic is going to appeal to everyone. And I think that is the flaw in that system. Not everyone's going to love the Dark Adventurer set that costs right. 
you know, 2 million or 200 million gold or whatever it is. And, you know, they're still sitting around with their 75 million gold wondering when is something going to come out for them. All right. What a beautiful tease for a time in the future where Logan and I will yell at each other. But Logan, uh, don't worry. I've got the figurehead for the wolf set so you can get the rest and we'll work together. We'll get the whole set there now. Well, it'll have to be after I earn enough ancient coins from the plunder pass to be able to pick up the rest (laughs) of the set from the employee. Amazing. (laughs) So you touched on something that uh, you thought there were no time limited things this update. And and I think a lot of people might think that as well because they made it very unclear which things are time limited and which things are not. There are some things that you can you can get in the season pass that if you don't earn in the season pass will not be coming to the shop or to the Emporium in the future. This is another point on my negative list here. I think it's super unclear. I don't think it's super unclear. It is super unclear. I would love they they used to use this little symbol of a clock for accommodations. They used it for a brief amount of time. And you can still see it on some of the titles you earned from that time period. And it was mainly for, you see it in the Emporium still, I believe. Yeah. But it was mainly for uh, some accommodations for the mercenaries. I would love to see that on the things that will be coming back. And these, by the way, are things usually with seasoned in the title. There's a seasoned rifle. There's a wheel. There's a there's a lamp. Uh, lamp. Oh, my gosh. There's a, a, a lantern. There's uh, also sails. The, the shroud breaker stuff. Usually if it has the word shroud breaker in the title, that's the stuff of the titles. The sale the flag and uh the curse not curse the 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 scars yeah that's something that i agree i think that was an oversight i don't think it was necessarily intentional if they could go through and update those icons to ensure that they have the time limited i think that will help Mm -hmm. give people the perception that it's something that they need to work towards my question for you is is the plunder pass 100 levels is that easy enough for people who casually play the game to be able to earn those. And if that's the case, if you were rare, if you're Mr. Rare, hey, Mr. Rare, how you doing? I have a problem. I can only play five hours a week, and there are only so many weeks that I can work on Sea of Thieves for the 100 levels of progression. I don't think I'm going to be able to hit those 100 rewards, but I really want that Frostbite clothing set. Mr. Rare, are you going to ever give me a chance to earn these in some other form let me let me answer it in a way that rare never can but wants to to answer it uh yeah not every reward's meant for everyone it, this is the way the game the one you gave the specific example you gave the frostbite stuff will be coming back to the in-game shop or will be coming to the in-game shops after this season is over everything except the time limit stuff i listed will either be in the shop or in the emporium and the emporium stuff is exclusive to the plunder pass super unclear wish they made that clear but what we would like to say is hey listen if you don't play our game you don't get everything that's just the way it happens if you like playing another game more and you get that stuff that's fine how are you going to spend your time or if you don't have time if you've got real life stuff whatever you do it's not meant for everyone to get everything that's just not the way the world works you're welcome rare don't hire me for pr but you know you can we'll do that like that thing where you had uh obama's anger translator right you you say something and then i'll tweet out what you really mean I, I see, but I, I'm reading between the lines. I would I would ask then, do you think that the progression rate that we have right now is good enough for casual fans of the game to be able to earn the 100 levels within the first season? I'm not sure because I'm really I, I'm unsure of how to measure what 
how many hours a, a, a casual person puts in. Even if you gave me a, a number, I couldn't translate that. I know for the rate I play, I'm, I'm definitely going to get this before uh, the, the season's over. So I imagine that others, since I'm going to get it so much sooner, others who play less than me are going to be able to get it, mm-hmm. you know, at the rate of three months. So it feels right to me, but that's a difficult thing because I just, I, I don't know what a casual player really puts okay. into the game. Let's quantify this. The season began on the 28th of January. The time of recording is February 6th. So we've effectively had a week and a couple days worth of time to play. Have you been playing a lot this last week? Yeah, I have been. What's your level at? Uh, I think I'm somewhere between 70 and 80. Okay. I've put in 39 right now. If I had to take a guess, I would say, folks, if you can spend anywhere between five to 10 hours a week. And, and I would say that a, a good voyage, a pretty decent voyage is usually about five hours. If you can spend about five hours a weekend, maybe a, a couple hours throughout the week, if you just do little things here and there, you know, go onto an island, grab something, take it back to the, to the store, run a quick voyage, then you should hopefully be able to hit those 100 levels. Would you say that's fair or do you, do you think that's that's kind of stretching it. I'm sorry to, to, to give the lamest answer that no entertainer should ever give. I, I just don't have an answer. I apologize. I don't have a good way to kind of sort of conceptualize time. I'm bad with measurements. Somebody tell me, what's five feet away from you? I couldn't tell you. That's fair. Uh, so I, I'm sorry. I don't really know that. that. That sounds good. That sounds well thought out. So what you're saying is if people put in six hours a week or, or, or something like that, you know, they could progress through. Wow. It sounds like if somebody's playing six hours a week, they get a lot of chances to look at that Emporium store and spend money, huh? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, huh. Sounds like Seasons is doing exactly what it's designed to do. But you know what, if you, my thing's also a little skewed because, you know, there was a time you and I, we went out and we did see a science and we were testing everything and we were throwing out bug reports to rare about, you know, how can we, how can we get renown in certain different ways? And, and I've continued that and I've discovered some ways that really gets you a lot of renown. So like my thing's very skewed because I kept testing it, mm. which by the way, I think was hilarious. Oh my gosh. This was so funny. I was looking up. I'm, I'm like, all right, what, what, have anyone found some good ways to get renown fast and everything? I found- so like I found like a thing on the forum and a mod guy like deleted it and it, and it was it was innocent it was just like hey here's just a little report this is a way you can get renowned fast and it's like removed and I'm like oh okay so then I found something and I told somebody on a on a Discord server I'm at and this Discord server is shady um that's a that's a way to say it sort of like a maybe shady is the best place to leave it at it's a play no no I don't want to call it shady there's nothing they're not doing Let, anything let's, that like let's do the the ironic thing and we'll call it Pirate Bay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like they're not doing anything illegal or anything against terms of service yeah, at no. all. They're they're just I I'd say their humor is adult. Fair. That group, I was extremely surprised that that group made that particular makeup. When I was like, "Hey guys, I found this thing." I got a private message from the from the owner of the server who was like, "Take that down right now." I was <laughs> like, "What is happening here?" I literally saw you guys leak a thing from Insiders like a week ago. What are you talking about? But of course, I just did it. it. It's weird. You can't talk about this anywhere. I haven't tried Reddit because I haven't fallen that low yet. I may be a degenerate, but somehow I'm able to keep my nose just a little bit over the uh, pool of my own bullcrap. So YouTube comments are good. <laughs> Reddit just below. That's right. You've gotten it. Got it. Um, I can I, I can say that uh, I, I imagine that if I posted this on the Sea of Thieves uh, Reddit, which is in no way affiliated with the official Sea of Thieves, it would be immediately taken out by the mods to be banned. 
But so it's it's impossible to even discuss this. I don't know why. It's not against terms of service. Rare's literally come out and said, hey, it's okay to talk about this stuff. They not only they said it's, ta- it's okay to talk about bugs, and th- the stuff I'm talking about is not even a bug. I don't understand. But so some of the science things, like there's one that we discovered, you and I, and we reported. Some It just hasn't been fixed yet. Yeah. Um, Rare is designed it in a way where it isn't just the first time you do everything. It's times you do things. So it isn't just the first time you discover the island is the only time you ever get renowned for it or the first skeleton you kill. You get, you've killed a skeleton. Yeah. You keep killing skeletons and you keep getting renowned. You keep visiting islands. You keep getting – so in the manner to do that, if you die and come back, it re-triggers – as hey, you've stepped foot on an island. Instead of, I think it usually it seems that it seems, and this is all I'm not looking at programming. This is just from trial and error. It seems that their two reasonings are either a lot of time has gone by before you've done this event, or dying, or or, or transitioning in a black screen, or, or or in a loading zone of some way, uh, sort of like makes it forget its memory. Yeah, how recently you've done something. So if you have visited Plunder Outposts, or I don't think they give it for Outposts, but just Plunder Island, and you leave and you go do other things naturally, and you come back to Plunder Island again it's like hey you step foot on plunder island here's a little renown but if you die and you come back it goes hey here's a little bit of renown for for doing this so if you do that on the shores of gold you get a little bit renowned for stepping foot in an island a little bit of renown for discovering the shores of gold and then a little bit of renown for tall tale progress but yeah yeah you helped me test it in in many ways so that's one way but that's really slow you get like a fifth of a level every time you die and come back and that takes a long time to die and come back dying you do quick just by a trap but coming back you just got to wait in the ferry and all that. But the one that recently I did, I stumbled into because I was seeking a skeleton ship and I boarded it to, you know, stop him from repairing. And I'm like, wait, there's a captain driving the ship. This new Order of Souls event, I get soul shards or whatever it's called by killing captains. I wonder if I count. And I killed them and I got the soul shards. And in skeleton ships, they respond very quickly. And so I killed the next one. I got the soul shards. I'm like, oh, okay, here you go. I can just sit here and I can grind the soul shards. And then I got a notification, level up. I'm like, wait a second, do you earn renown from killing captains? And I looked at it, you gain a nice little chunk of renown for killing captains. So just sit on the skeleton ship, the captain will spawn at a very fast rate, faster than you could get probably just by visiting islands and getting the emergent captains, which it feels like there's one on every island now. It's pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, but still, so I was just sitting on there and you even get a tiny bit of renown for killing skeletons. Uh, so you're killing the skeletons on the skeleton ship, which are respawning at a crazy rate and you're killing the captains, which respawn at a fast rate. So we got in a galleon. We entered into a, not you and me, me and some other players uh, got onto a skeleton fleet and we split up. Two of us went on, cause only two ships spawn. So two of us went on one of the galleon. The other two went on what happened to be a skeleton sloop. And so we had four of us taking down two ships and you just, we got, I think we tested it. We got 10 levels. We tested it. I think it was two and a half minutes per level. So you, we got it pretty quick. So if you don't have a lot of time to play this game, that's a way you can grind it. Just like Alliance servers. I don't have a lot of time. I want to earn a lot of money. That's a tool in your toolkit. If you don't have a, time, a lot of time, you want to earn a lot of renown. One of the tools in your toolkit is uh, grab a galleon, jump onto two skeleton ships. I don't know if you can finagle to get four skeleton ships to exist and stay aggroed to you. And you'd have to have four good players that could jump on that skeleton ship and deal with all that and stay alive. Yeah. But I, that's theoretically possible. I'd never tried dragging an emergent skeleton ship into a skeleton ship event. That would be tough. I don't know if it's possible. But if you we tried, like our ship sank, and we tried to like, oh, we'll just leave this guy here. Because our ship sank and they de-aggroed, they despawned, so we couldn't just sit there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the caveat. But I mean, that is a workaround. But the thing that we haven't discussed are the trials. That was something that I was very interested in because I, I actually want to know if the trials that are available, which are things you do 
through most of the events, you know, go to a skeleton throne, you know, kill a skeleton fleet, you know, mm-hmm. murder mm-hmm. or turn in like a reaper, a broken reaper uh, emissary flag, things like that. You know, there's multitude of different ways, kind of like the Summer of Sea of Thieves event where there was a different ways to go about yeah. completing objectives in the game that you normally do. Very similar. You just kind of focus on them as opposed to, you know, having them occur emergently that you can complete to earn renown. The thing that I'm curious about is, is do you think that those are going to refresh on the new season or do you think we'll get completely new ones? Oh boy. You know, I have some trouble with this. Uh, I've been really thinking this through. I could say they don't feel good in certain ways. In certain ways, they feel good because they said this specifically. They specifically designed it so that you will complete a lot of them quickly to earn a first couple levels easily to draw people in. So even though it looks like, oh, there's 40 trials. Yeah, but 10 of those are going to go away very quickly. Uh, even currently, just normally playing the game, not grinding them. A couple of them we kept in mind, like I cooked some fish that I normally wouldn't have cooked just for trials. Normally, I've already gotten half of the trials done just by normal gameplay. And at that time, I wasn't halfway through the battle, the the, the, the plunder pass. So I don't imagine they're enough to complete the whole thing, but that's fine. They're, they're great little ways to boost it. But in the future, it would... It's just not fun to do the same thing over and over again. Just kind of weird. It's like, aren't you sailing over and over again? All right, well, let me get more specific. It's not fun to do like these tiny little things over and again. Oh, a new season. Got to cook 10 Megalodon meat again. I got to get in another fort with another crew and blow up five skeletons, which I've never done naturally, by the way. I've always done that by working with another crew. Um, I assume, I guess maybe that's designed for alliances. I kind of assumed at first that it was designed to be like you're fighting over a fort. But every time I fought over a fort, it was on the ship because no one wants to stay on the island. Funny enough. Yeah, I've, I've run into that same situation, although the times where I've I've been able to do that have been through emergent alliances and never through like an alliance server. Yes. Oh, yes, certainly. I think the only I did do an alliance server for uh, there was one that came out with the fire. Yeah, the rage chests. Uh, yes. Ugh. And there was something with forts there. I think maybe it was throw fire on skeletons while another crew was there. Yeah. <sighs> Something like that. That one I think I did with Alliance server. Regardless, neither here nor there. To back to your question. Uh, so I, w- I would like to see them different, but I think maybe it's not just about, you know, give me new things, just use the same system, but put new things in there instead of killing five skeletons with a barrel, let's kill five snakes or something. I don't think that's the fix. I think there needs to be a, maybe not a ground up, but there needs to be a, a more back to basics looking at trials. When you look at something like Fortnite, what they do is they give you progress we'll call it xp i think that's what they call it just by doing normal things which sea of thieves does that's perfect wonderful i'd be upset if the only way you get renowned is by trials great keep that wonderful but the main way you're really leveling up your battle pass uh in, in Fortnite is by doing quests they've had different names over the years most recently called quests what are they called weekly challenges what they used to be called every week you have a new set of things to do some would be things that you would normally complete like it's kill a guy but then sometimes it's a little challenge like kill a guy but with a common weapon Ooh, you know a little more fun it gives you you would go out and purposely do something like go to this place in five yeah find and bury a thing or something it, interesting things and it was a nice little mix of that that i think would maybe be a little more appropriate for sea of thieves having all the trials at once and they're all kind of mundane uh, it, it, what happened was for me i was overwhelmed and i couldn't even look through them all to try to do them on purpose i'm like i'm just going to naturally do a bunch and then it'll it'll shorten it down 
down for me, short of making a Google document, which I'm sure some people did like they did with the Summer of Sea of Thieves. I have one. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's, 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 it's overwhelming. And it's, it's, please don't come at me, not you, the general you of the public, of, of dirty, dirty rando listeners who I never appreciate. I have no dirty, dirty rando listeners if this was my podcast. Well, you don't have a podcast. It's my podcast. That's, I know. So I'm just saying, you. like on my Sony PlayStation podcast, <laughs> I will not have any. They're all beautiful people. Yeah. Yes. Well, my listeners are always randos and I despise all of you and I only use you to, to inflate my ego and it makes me feel better and that way I can get through life. And oh boy, the randos. Oh yeah. Don't come at me with, oh, what? Too many things at once. <laughs> it's I, it's a true thing. There's a reason you don't go to the 900th page on Google results, right? There's 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 something called, deci- not decision bias, decision. Well, you're overwhelmed by decision. I forget the term exactly. Uh, paralysis. Uh, yes. Thank you. Decision paralysis. You can be overwhelmed with too many choices. Sometimes it's nice if there's just three milks and you choose store brand brand a or brand b sometimes that's just nice there's a reason why there's only 31 flavors at at baskin robbins <laughs> otherwise they would just close because people get there and walk out because they just got too confused and even in the past i've been like oh why are we f- drip feeding this but that was just a probably a, a complaint about implementation i'd be happy if if sort of like the trials came out at a weekly basis of and and it doesn't have to be exactly weekless at a at a, a a more spread out basis of like all right this weekly challenge is the trial of com whatever pick one of them trial combat four and it's you know all themed around skeletons and kegs or something whatever mm-hmm. I think that'd feel a lot better and, and in that way really hurts if the next seasons are all the same you, you change them up just a little bit and some of the same ones there there's definitely been kill x amount of players in Fortnite in multiple seasons but you get a chance to sort of you know throw things around and change them up but way but that that would probably be my main way i'd really kind of renew s- s- trials to be different in every season would be to to spread them out give me something to focus on each week mm-hmm. and hey guys it'd be better for you mr rare mr rare john master chief uh, it, it would be the same for you as well because you get to have that spread out i'm i keep coming back to the game which means i keep looking at your emporium This week, I want to send you all over to audiobooks.com, where you can use the affiliate link for the show and the show notes to get yourself three free books with the trial and try out Ready Player Two. There's been an interesting discussion in the Discord about the book, and why not try out audiobooks with this trial, because I have a sneaking suspicion that you already like listening to audio content. Okay, so I I have some... was thinking about this while you were talking about it and, and clairvoyant me saw a mile ahead where you were going with this and I had some time to kind of process how I felt about it. And I have to say that I would be fine with that, but I have to look at the people who are only able to play for a certain amount of time each week. I'm not going to say how many hours or what's justified, but the folks that feel like they can't get enough time to play, they want to play, they just don't have the time. It's not feasible. And for them, if they had trials that were limited to certain weeks and those focused on something that they weren't excited about, I could see that being a problem for them to want to engage with the content. Yes, you do have all the options available at day one, but that allows you to take some time, build up a, a Google spreadsheet. Kylia actually has, has uh, in Kill Hall Discord, she actually built up a, a Google Doc that has a list of all of them and how some overlap and allows you to check off the ones that you're done with. Uh, so you have a quick reference. It allows you to kind of pick and choose things that you want to focus on. Like last night, I, for example, was in the roar 
I had just completed a order of souls message in a bottle and I was heading over to an outpost uh, or no a sea post to go pick up a couple cargo crates. And when I got to Morrow's peak outpost to turn all that stuff in, I was done for the night, but I was like, I'm going to see what some stuff is that are on these trials. And I started digging through them and I was like, oh, this one lets me get renown or complete this part of the trial by equipping the Order of Souls costume as well as the livery set with the Order of Souls emissary up. That's easy. I'm here at the outpost. I got nothing Nothing I'm going to do afterwards. So I, I threw on all those cosmetics. I raised the emissary and I was like, sure, boom, done. And I was like, I wonder what else? So then I went digging in and I found another one. It was like, raise up the, the Reaper emissary and wear the Reaper pajamas. And I was like, oh, well, pff, I just did that with Order of Souls. Easy. And I was able to complete two of those in completely different trials, in completely different tiers, all by just spending a little time to dig through each of those and see like sure. what's available to me that doesn't require actual effort to go out and do anything. I just can sit here at the outpost and do those. So if those had been gated by time or, or by week, uh, which I guess are the same thing, it's just relative, then I, I wouldn't have been able to achieve those at the time that I found them. I probably would have found them at some point and completely forgot about it, just like how I forgot about going to visit sure. uh, Lorena on you know, Laguna Whispers earlier that night. I was like, oh yeah, I, I was going to go do that, but then I saw two ships and steered away from them because I didn't want to deal with them fighting each other and fighting me when I'm solo slooping on Xbox. Like That was just not where I wanted to go. So I went and found other stuff to do. So having all of them available, yeah, I agree. There's a lot to dig through and it's and it's sometimes I'm just like I I don't even know where to begin with some of these like what is exploration versus adventure? Like I have no clue. I'm not going to worry about that even if that's a thing or it's not a thing. But having them all at least available gives me the opportunity to when I do have some time to poke around in all of them and see like what's easy, what's achievable, or what's what's a good focus. Sure. I wish there was a good answer that fit every, you know, I wish there was a, a puzzle piece that fit every part of the puzzle that, you know, there was just one piece for all of the pieces and it was easy because you just slapped it into all the other parts. But I, I mm. kind of, I would prefer them to keep it unlocked for everything. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely positive negatives to to each way, and, and you've illustrated some positives to the way of having them all at once. Another one is, hey, like, oh, I don't know if it was on your server or maybe on the forums. I saw somebody who said, yeah, I'm going to become a father in two weeks, so what's the fastest way to get renowned? Hey, listen, totally understand that. And if I had a guy wait every week, he's not going to be able to play. Maybe over the next two months, he's not going to have any other time to play. Now is his time. They're all available now. He's got a chance to do it. I understand that. It, it, like you said, it's not going to be perfect um, for each way. I think the other way has more positives to me. It's the way I think it's uh, more interesting. It makes it more exciting each month. And uh, if you have the, like, each weekly comes out with trials. But again, I think the trials are a little boring. Uh, another thing is like the events they're doing, like the recent event. I think it's really cool that we've been getting events that drive the player base to do something. I especially like that, you know, there's a little bit of camaraderie. We're all doing a thing. It's better than others sometimes. If you all go to like a certain amount of islands, that can be more fun. But, you know, it's this one, like, it's just kill skeletons, which can be done all everywhere, all over. But uh, just having like that come out, it's the great thing about updates. Oh, everyone's doing merchant right now because the new merchant thing came out. Everyone's doing vaults because new vaults came out. And then it kind of eventually evens out it's nice to have those moments in time and be able to uh to, to participate in those moments of time a lot of fun having things come out weekly where it's like oh now everyone's doing kegs or everyone's doing whatever that's a lot of fun and i really enjoy that 
And it's a way to help measure me as somebody who who will, if given the option, just do it all now, consume it all up. There's a reason I'm overweight. Uh, it's because I can have food whenever I want and no one can stop me. I need someone to stop me. Someone portion this out for me, please. If only you were a cat. <laughs> I have to portion it for my new cat. It's a tubby boy. Mostly because he, he was a rescue, so he had like worms and stuff. Uh, also because uh, I think he was like, he's eating like dog food. Oof. and stuff from the previous owner and stuff like that it just like uh, he wasn't even right but regardless so i'm freaking he's begging for fruit and i'm like no you're chonkers and i won't let you be a chonkers i'm sorry my boy you you're getting i need somebody to look at me pat me on the head call me a good kitty cat and feed me once in a while i'm like but i want at all time you're like no you're gonna eat the subway now at 12 and you'll get something later at seven you know that subway's bread has more sugar in it than is normal to the point where I think it was Ireland government said that they can't import their bread because it exceeds the threshold for what bread should have as far as sugar. And they didn't (laughs) deem it essential. Wow. Fast food has a lot of sugar somewhere. I am shocked and appalled. And I will, learning this information, continue to eat it. That's that's fair. You brought up uh, events. We haven't really touched on the Champion of Souls. So Champions of Souls, which is a weird way of saying it, is out. It's weapons and a title that are focused on the order of souls trade company and much like the event that we had during the summer with the shark teeth when you would go out and kill sharks or kill megalodons you got a certain number of teeth there is a big chonky number that you have to hit if you want to earn all of those and that's 500 500 soul fragments Mm -hmm. same same thing with the the shark teeth what you get are the cosmetics for the order of souls weapons as well as the title it starts off easy with 50 and ends at 500. So uh, the title is 10 times as much. The way you earn those is through repeatable challenges, which is what you're talking about with killing the skeleton captains. Right now for the first, I think, four days or five days, it was double the value for anything that you killed. So currently, if you kill a skeleton captain, you're going to get 20 soul fragments. After the time this is being recorded, it'll drop down to 10. If you kill like a skeleton lord right now, it's 50 soul fragments. After the time frame, it'll be down to 25. So they've got it split up to kill ghost ships or kill skeleton ships or kill ashen key masters or guardians or kill uh, ashen lords from the ashen winds event or defeat flameheart's flagship or skeleton lord at an active floor uh, or just random skeleton captains that you might find on an island or through an order of soul so personally i was half done after three hours of solo play doing message in a bottle order souls which were typically a lot simpler than just a a level 50 or level 75 uh Mm -hmm. order souls mission because of the bonus that's time limited at the moment i was able to knock out half of that and then i did one for the damned last night in one emissary rank five captain voyage and completed the the rest of those uh after like one emergent captain so this is it's a two-week event it is super easy to complete, especially if you jumped on it right away. And the rewards for it look really awesome. Are you going to be using any of these cosmetics, the sword specifically? Oh, yeah. The sword's got that like ancient Egyptian look to it where it's curved halfway through and up to the top. Love that. That looks so awesome. Sniper looks great, too. Blunderbuss is a little big for my feel, but I like the sheen on it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's four days for each one. Perfectly great. That's actually perfect for casuals. And, of course, I'm going to get it faster because I play this game too much. But I love these. They look great. Yeah. 
I really like that they're starting to add to the each company's thing. Like we got the gold hoarder trumpet and spyglass and stuff like that earlier. Uh, they're completing these sets, and, and I think they look great. But you know what? That that reminds me. They uh they're locking these things in the future behind accommodations. I assume they're going to do it with this as well. But they did it with the past ones, like with the gold holder. You know, spyglass is locked behind accommodation. Maybe it's like I forget what it is. Sail a hundred miles. Who knows yeah. what it was? But I really like that they are giving breathing life into old accommodations to get the awesome new silent barnacle set you need to turn in 300 shipwreck chests that accommodation's been in the game forever now you have a reason to get it and it rewards people who have already gotten it i think that's really brilliant i really really like that and i like that the events you have motivation to do them now because you can you can get these items for not spending any gold and without having to do the accommodations later on they're locked behind something still in the game but locked behind accommodation love that wonderful design great job rare love it love it love it and this is a great way for them to reward active players but future-proof content for new players that jump in down the line when these aren't currently available through the event Mm -hmm. so had they taken the the whaling barnacle set and tied those to the uh, skeleton ship commendations in order of souls you would have been able to acquire that set even though you weren't here during the curse sales event itself. It's just a really good testament to how Rare has learned over the years of how to implement content so that it's evergreen for new players, but relevant to active ones at the time. I, I love that they're doing these events. I think the one problem that I have with the Champions of Souls, which I still don't like the name of, is that it was unclear going into it the way that they had done past events in in the events tab and i'm gonna put aside the the whole topic about ui and clutter and and nesting and stuff for now but when i started this i didn't realize at the time and and it took me until talking to other people that it was like the shark teeth event it was a repeatable challenge i was looking for the progress Mm. bar i was like how many skeleton captains do i gotta kill to complete this one okay that's done now i need to go kill ghost ships so that i can knock that one out and then when i complete all of them i'll get all of the items instead of looking at it as you have to do any of these a certain number of times just to accumulate that and that was reasonable for you to assume because ever since there's been an in you game ui for events they've all worked that way this is the first change yeah so it's understandable and and this is one of those situations where i don't i don't know how you feel about this i actually prefer this more than filling progress bars. I would much rather have five options to play how I want to play or play emergently and be able to come across different situations where, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do an order of souls ghost ship voyage specifically, but if flame hearts up and I'm on my way to do a mission, uh, message in a bottle to kill some skeletons. Yeah. I'll probably knock out a couple ships in that fleet as i'm going by and have that count towards Mm -hmm. the soul fragments and not feel dedicated to focusing purely on waiting for an ashen winds event to come up and then fighting everyone and their mother on uh, a server to try and complete that event so that i can get credit for that one thing on the event so that i can make sure that i get the title because i'm a completionist kind of thing do Mm -hmm. you feel the same or do you prefer having the progress as opposed to having 
the large bar that you chip away at with the different options. Let me tell you something that uh, my professor in seminary, the thing I failed out of, told me, which is if somebody gives you two options, look for the third option. If Would you like this or that? I like them both. You know, why not both? I think there's room for both. Sometimes I have one, sometimes I have the mm-hmm. other. I think they're both great. Interesting. The the, the least interesting answer, yes. <laughs> uh, but I think the right one. The right the one. The one that creates no room for discussion on this talk podcast. Well, no. I think it I think it creates room for discussion, but I'm curious you prefer to have both in that case? Yeah, I like sometimes like this event. I think it works great for this event. I think it worked great for the Shark Teeth event. And then but for the 12 days of Sea of Thieves or whatever they call it for Christmas, I think definitely the way to go was to have a thing you completed on that day that or one for each day. So it's you know different so mix Really it, up. it just depends on the design of the event in that case. Yeah. So the the two week event, I actually think I would prefer to have the options to accumulate the uh, the the requirement of of a fake currency that they're going to have like soul fragments or shark teeth for the longer like two month event. I don't mind the the progression bars to to kind of focus because I have enough time to to still have yeah. fun playing the way right. I want to, and then take specific sessions and focus on certain topics or certain things like that. Yeah, I think that's entirely right. But I think events is 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 the really the place we can look at for the fix for trials, for the way to get renown. I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe this isn't the right solution. But imagine if the Order of Soul weapons were in the season and this event gave you renown progress. It's a little irky because this is repeatable. Uh, okay, maybe. But still, I think that that'd be more interesting because the events are more interesting than the trials. If the events... You know, a new one came out every week or every two weeks or whatever the the rate mm-hmm. is. And those were the way that you got your little bit of renown boost. And then you could fill in all those like garbage. Oh, I get 10, 25 doubloons, big whoop. Instead, it was here's the Order of Souls sword or whatever. That I think is is much more interesting. So just to, to kind of summarize, so I make sure I understand this, what you are suggesting is to have the cosmetics from this event in the season pass, but the way that you unlock them is by doing the event? Yeah, close. I think the root problem of, I think, trials are uninteresting, but we need some sort of way to get renown. I think events are far more interesting. So to to, to reconcile that, I think it would be cool if the rewards that you would normally were going to get in this event and will probably get in future events would already be in the season's battle pass and the events award renown. But don't they already award renown? No more than just doing that activity than normally would. So you'd want it to be uh, more emphasis like the trials or, or more bonus like the trials for completing a trial. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a little wonky with a repeatable thing like this. Right. But say something closer to what we got in December or October slash November, the one time thing. Here's the trial. You know, here's the event. And it's. I don't know anything but catch 500 more flash flash tails, please. Uh, and you get a book. There's a renown boost. And now your, your, your season has a lot more cool cosmetics and you have something interesting to do weekly or bi-weekly, whatever, to get yourself some renown. That's more interesting than cook five megs. I could see that working as like a way to address trials getting stagnant after one or two seasons. Gosh, that's because I kind of, I, I hate to pull you know, a page out of your book, but I kind of like both, honestly. It's a good book. It's, <laughs> no, no, but I, I, cause, it's a bestseller. Because that's the thing is I, I, I don't mind having the trials there and I'd be okay if I had to repeat them every season as an option, because at least I know that there would be something that I'm comfortable doing every season that I know would help earn 
my way towards the, the level 100 renown, I think the events are the thing that add a little flavor to each season that give me something that if I if I absolutely love the Champions of Souls, still a bad name, then I will burn through that. But if the next one, <laughs> if the next one is, you know, something that I'm not interested in, then, you know, maybe I don't have to do that one and I can focus on trials at that point and be like, okay, I'm not really going to do, you know, 12 Fort of the Dams for this event, but I will happily go and try and murder people as a Reaper to get, you know, emissary or, or trial. Yeah, maybe like I'm that. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, uh, but I, I still stand by that. I think the trials spread them out and maybe make them a little more interesting. I think that'd be the, the better way to go about things. Creates a little more excitement on the Sea of Thieves. Also kind of gives the player base a little invigoration every week or every so often because everyone comes back to look at the seasons. And for you, you don't have a lot of time. I don't know if I made this clear, but the stuff that came out that week stays until the end of the season. doesn't go away the next week. So you can wait three weeks and then do them all. Do you remember like, oh my goodness. Remember when we did the... Um, whatever the October, November thing was called. And then the final week's thing was, hey, do all those voyages. I'm like, I just did them and I didn't get progress. I might as well have waited till all of these were unlocked to do it. Oh my gosh, that was, oh, amazing. please don't do yeah, that. Yeah, the Grey Morrow Biltrat event. Oh! Uh, but here, but yeah, so here this way, if you want to, you can just wait and and do you can get three three weeks things at once. That's fine. Uh, but it's really nice to invigorate the player base, have everyone excited about a thing at once, and it just makes it more exciting to do it. Because right now, often or at least for the first half, I wasn't looking at specific trials. I wasn't excited. I was just like getting renowned that I didn't know where it was come from and happy to get it. And like, okay, who cares? Yeah, it, it gives it a little more purpose. But let me. This was a caveat I've been trying to fit in here forever, and it just hasn't. We haven't gotten back to it. But to get back to like how it was unclear which items were time limited. There's something else that's unclear that I would love to be brushed up, and that is what trials are crew-based and which ones are individual. I would love a little symbol, sort you know, like they do for time-limited stuff, for for that to indicate that. Give me a little symbol to know when something can only be done by myself uh, or or it can be done with a crew, so I know. Some of it seems obvious. Some of it you learn, then you can infer other things. Some of it's like, wait, so if. I catch the fish, it's only me, but if I sell the fish, it's the crew. What? I don't understand. Make that clear. It'd also be good for normal accommodations. There's a few accommodations you can get as a crew and some that you can't that I would love for that to be made clear. Like, did you know that if an Alliance crew has a pirate lord on their ship and they sink a skeleton ship and you're a pirate lord, you get credit? No, of course you didn't know that. Why would you know that? It's not made clear. You have to experiment to find that out. Make this stuff clear. I'm always for clearing things up. Yeah, you just touched on it just barely at the end there i would actually agree wholeheartedly there needs to be akin to the the time limited i uh, corner decal on commendations and, and cosmetics there needs to be on the other side a little corner that has a little symbol and it has one pirate or three pirates or an alliance flag yes oh beautiful that way streamlined you can you can see exactly like this is solo this is crew and this is alliance and that way you can see exactly what's available to achieve through those different situations yes you believe it or not I actually have another thing on the positive side of seasons and it's something that i feel like we should have talked about right away i really love the cosmetics <laughs> I really like some of the stuff you earned. The Frostbite set is 
awesome. I cannot wait to see what, like, you know, the cans we got them earlier. I can't wait to see what the rest of the ship looks like. If we get the rest of the ship, I hope we do. I can't imagine we won't. And I imagine we'll get equipment stuff, all that stuff. Maybe I shouldn't imagine that. There's a lot of incompleted sets out there. Regardless, I love that. I think it looks so good. I want to have it all. I'm equipping it. You know, girl, I'm doing it. And I think like some of the stuff that's locked behind Pirate Legend, 3% represent. I think that looks great. Having different hairstyles. I'm waiting for getting different hairstyles. Uh, the Legend Curse, of course. The Scars Garbo pants, but that's okay. Maybe the next season Scar will be cool. I've never, the only face paint I've ever seen that I like. Some makeup looks like I've been wearing the Reaper makeup since the beginning because it's the only one that looks good. I've seen people have like a cool skull face mat that was time limited. Those are like the only face paints I like. I don't know why they can't get face paints that look good, but that's a subjective, of course. I agree. Funny enough, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is the dark adventurer stuff, which I'm sure everyone says is is going to be the thing that they're looking forward to most. But they finally have a curse that represents the thing that I've always wanted. And I think it's the thing that everyone has really wanted that I don't think we've brought up. The pirate legend Mm -hmm. curse where you get the gold or not the gold, um, the green glowy eyes, which is so crazy. Also, they're white. What are you talking about? They're not white. What are you talking about? They're absolutely white. Green is Athena. These are white. These are not white. I've seen them. They're white. Be green. Guys, comment in the the box below whether you think they're white or green. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Hit that bell icon for notifications. They're uh, but it's definitely white. They are green, but the emissives are ramped up to a hundred percent. Actually, two hundred. No, definitely white. You're legitimately wrong about this. This. Oh my gosh, I'm getting flashbacks, and I'm glad I can reference Breath of the Wild in this episode as well. Breath of the Wild in Master Mode, they change the loading screen color, which is orange. And my wife's like, no, that's definitely red. I'm like, uh, it's definitely orange. He's like, mm, that's red though, isn't it? I'm like, oh yeah, but isn't it weird how it's orange? He's like, yeah, but when you look at it, you can see that it's actually red because that's what color it is. I'm like, mm, is it though? As Jeff and Control Robinson might say. So I'm like, all right, we'll settle this. Hey, hey friend, you play Breath of the Wild all the time. He goes, yeah. I'm like master mode, loading screen, red or orange. And I just like look at my wife with a smug face, unplug the headphones so she can hear. And he's like, it's red. I'm like, you know what? You were never a good friend anyway. I don't even, why are we even playing? It doesn't even matter. But it's, 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 listen, comment on the Discord. It is white. It's white. It's white. Maybe you could silver. Oh, if you want to, oh, it's silver. It's just definitely not green. It's, I cannot see how a green glowy set for Athena. Everything Athena is green. And you're trying to convince me. You're gaslighting me about this curse being white. But it is definitely not white. It is definitely green. Yeah, but he's not Athena. He's it's pirate just legend. The, it's, it's the emissives white. that have been ramped up. It's the same no. thing they do with the Reaper's flag. The Reaper's flag is red, but it, it's emissive is turned up so high that it is blinding if you get up close to it. It kills your screen. It will burn in your entire screen if it's OLED or whatever the, you know, what was it? Plasma, if it's plasma. Who has plasma anymore? All right. Well, this is this is perfect call to action for my rando listeners. Boys, girls, boys, B-O-I-Z. Is it green or is it white? It's green. It's always been green. You'll have to let us know. All right. But Okay. So <laughs> Amazing. Big, but to get back to the point of... Uh, of it's great, is what you're saying. The, the cosmet- <laughs> all of the cosmetics, actually, in this are are really good. I love the weapons and the plunder pass. I love the, the curse at the end of the 100 levels for the pirate legends. Did you see that braided hair for the frostbite? I did. I did. It looks really good. It it reminds me of Pan Am from Cyberpunk, who is the best character in in Cyberpunk. I didn't ask for you to ruin this. No, I know. I know. I took it upon myself. Pan Am, also the worst character who I did everything I could possibly to get out of her quest as soon as possible. (sighs) 
No, it doesn't look like her. It actually looks it's ridiculous. Good. Nothing about Pan Am is good. But to the where was I going? There was one set that I was going to jump on. Pan Am is like nuts in freaking chocolate. Oh no, get it out of there! Why is it there? Raisins in my rice pudding. No, it's, it's it, oh everything about that seems good, but it's not good. Pan Am, get out of here! I can't disagree with you any more than I possibly tried, but I I will try to focus all of my attention solely on the Lunar Festival cosmetics that are in the Emporium. It's like biting into a chocolate chip cookie and finding out it's freaking raisin oatmeal. Totally what are you thing. talking about? I have no clue what you're talking about. I love Pan Am as a character. She is so strong and so- Yeah, I bet you like the character model. That too. I'm not complaining. Who said I was complaining? River's hot. I would go for River too. He's my he's my husbando. I, I married him. Did again. you? That's <laughs> yes. funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know I'm interrupting you and I promise I'll stop and let you talk for like an hour, but I have to tell this story. One thing I liked about Cyberpunk was the text messages you could get. And uh, and I did all the stuff for Hit, Hit River's thing and, and I ended up being, you can get a relationship with him. I'm like, oh, so cool. So I entered in a relationship with him. And there was at one point I got a call from him. You know how calls will instantly end if something over supersedes them in a yeah. quest? That happened. And so like he called and then he said, oh, V was like, I'll get back to you. Clicked and the call and, and, and the event thing went on. And so I ended up calling him back eventually. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going through the calls. And I'm like, oh, I should call him back and see what he had to say. And he did it to me. He went, hey, what's up, V? Yeah, I don't got time to talk. And ended. I was like, what? But you had called me, right? And I, and I called him back and he didn't pick up. I'm like, what is happening? So I go back to where he, he is in the world to go back to his house or our house, whatever. I don't know how to count that out. And I get there to his house and I'm like, hey, what's up, River? And he's like, oh, hi, it's you. I'm like, yeah, hey, what'd you want to say? And he was talking about, there was like a dialogue, which I'm guessing is the, I want to get out of this relationship dialogue. And I'm like, I'm not going to select that. I'm like, what's happening here? I'm like, are you, are you mad I hung up on you? This game is amazing. I take back everything bad I said about this game. Are you mad I hung up on you? And later on, I try to call him and it, and it ended up, it was a glitch. For some reason, he just he just keeps hanging up the call and, and won't. it acts as if you don't have time to take the call. And just for whatever reason, the, the particular piece of dialogue he had next made him seem like you could you could view it through my lenses to see that he was angry. And all the glitches lined up to make me think that they realistically had him angry at me for not answering his call. Oh, I thought it was so good. So I'm really glad that they brought an Asian aesthetic to the game now mm -hmm. that yeah, they looks are good. celebrating the Lunar Festival. I feel like the Lunar Festival, and maybe this is just, this is just China kind of reaching out, but I don't see, sure. I don't yeah, see yeah. other cultural festivals or, or things like, I think the closest we had was El Dia de los Muertos in Sea of Thieves, like, but even then it didn't really feel like, like I want to see other sure. holidays from other cultures. I think you hit it right on the money. It's uh, you know, a lot of, since it's such a big population, everyone who plays video games knows this that many video games try to appeal to them, so they'll have the Lunar Festivals a big easy one to do. Not easy, but easy to um easy to grab onto. And they did that there. Yeah, it's uh I think absolutely. I'm with you though. A lot of stuff looks great. I love that the, the a lot of the square designs that you don't normally get on ships, especially see it on the sails. Yes. And I, I didn't buy them. I mean, I thought they were okay. Not enough to buy, but I think they're great and I know a lot of people will like them. I definitely got the Cannon Flare because the coins coming out were okay but the fireworks are amazing and they last longer than like every other <sighs> cannon flare effect i've found in the game and the fireworks just kind of keep sparking i think that's awesome like, oh i, feel I love like you're it so trying much. to trigger me on that i'm not <laughs> as much as i know it does trigger you i'm being 100 honest i think those are the best oh in the game. no really they're like terrible them. god <laughs> excuse me 
I loaded my cannon. I would love to be able to re-aim this shot to be able to shoot this thing, <laughs> but I can't because there's fireworks going off in my face. Can I please just shoot the yeah, cannon? Yeah, every, every flare flashbangs yeah. you. I can agree yeah. with you there, but includes the default flare. Yeah, have you tried to play arena and have it be nighttime on a galleon? You can't see yeah. anything. You're the done. Difference, Blind but I didn't bangs. ask for the Disney fireworks show at the end at 10 o'clock. <laughs> After every it's cannon beautiful. shot, I'm not sitting uh-huh. here in the cold, freezing my butt off, waiting for the show to end so that I can fire my next cannon. I just want to fire the cannon <laughs> shot. Why are cannon flares a oh thing? They might as well be lantern Oh, cosmetics. they're amazing. I literally now, I don't buy every set for obvious reasons, but every Emporium, I buy the flare. Oh. Yes, I do. And I can't wait to get whatever the fishy one's going to be so I can make it fit my theme of my Wailing Barnacle set. Which, by the way, hey, 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 Silent Barnacle, why did they go with, like, gray? I was looking, I was very excited to see what the hull was going to look like, and it was very dull. You, you, you want my meta answer? Yeah. Because the color is muted. Is that how they did the colors? They just went, turn turned the tile No, down. it's the play on words. It's the Silent Barnacle set, so the color is muted. Oh, get out, leave, and the call. Oh, my gosh, are you serious? That's- I didn't even think of that. I'm so mad. Nothing makes me more angry quicker than puns and wordplay. That's my meta answer to it. That's why I think it is. Oh, and you're right. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, I feel about that about that as you feel about cannon flares. <laughs> I'm glad I could I could reciprocate that feeling. I'm glad the seaweed on the shoulder is actually like, you know, uh green though. I, I haven't seen or at least I close to the color. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that. I don't know where this little sticky just came off from great parts of my computer are now showing up <laughs> yes my uh speakers wobble because at some point a little sticky thing came out i'm like oh, what's this and i threw it away and it was one of the feet <laughs> yeah i now have a sticky square Keep that as soon as you throw it away you'll I'm know what sticking it's for. It on the microphone until i figure it out oh never mind that maybe not gonna stick there but we've been asking for asian themed ships the brigs mm. for for a long time the junker ships this is as close as I think we're going to get. I'm kind of okay with the, I don't know. I kind of wish that we were getting more. Is that, I know that's a weird thing to say, but I appreciate that they're bringing it to the Emporium. I will probably wait for a sale so that I can afford to buy these that way. But the hat, the costumes that they that they have are amazing. The pets are ugly. Why are the pets so ugly? I know they're supposed to be the cursed items style, but. They're so ugly. I have a little cat. I was hoping he had button eyes, but I guess I'll take gem eyes. I think that's that's, great. I love them. That's the thing. They're supposed to be like knitted or little voodoo dolls. I would prefer like a knitted. Like, I mean, if you're going to go like with a with a stuffed cat, like go straight up stuffed cat, like make little Gigi from Kiki's delivery service, the little stuffed doll, you know, that that has to Mm -hmm. get repaired or or even go even further and do Yoshi's Woolly World or something like that. But I mean, that's like. I just don't, I, I'm not a fan of that. I style. named mine Ecom Bocum. I didn't appreciate that reference until you told me about it, but please explain it to those who are not familiar. Oh, it's from, oh, it's from um, Banjo-Kazooie. Ecom Bocum. Which, you collect a little yeah, idol. when you say like that, totally, I totally get it. It's <laughs> And that's a great one to, to kind of reference. I tried to name my parrot Captain Crackers and Rare wouldn't let me. Have they never heard Polly want a cracker? I think it might tie into the lack of connection between what crackers is is generally referred to. Yeah, and I know. like but the come on. like 
I know <laughs> it's like the 3% thing and, and the crackers thing. Like both of those outside outside of political culture, not a big deal in political culture right now. Yeah. For, forget that those sometimes can be skewed in, in other ways. Right. Yeah. And let me speak to this. Logan private messaged me and let me know that 3% is, is, is a... Uh, as a racist group, or, or however you might want to phrase that, I didn't know that. I said three percent represent because they said three percent of players are pirate legends. That was my intent. Is it up to that now? Is it up to three percent? It's three percent, and also three percent of players are uh, player base plays arena. Uh, coincidence? Mm-hmm. No, definitely not. But. That is, it's it's funny that you bring that up because it was interesting to see about the toxicity around the three percent of arena players being what was it fifty percent of the the reports. Whoa, reports. whoa, whoa! Now you're getting real close to some racist stuff. What are you going to say? Did you know that only three percent of players are responsible for fifty percent of the toxicity? That's reports? what you isn't that what you said? I'm quoting you. The reports come in from the players, so I I think it's that community that that report each other in this instance. And it's and it's the infighting oh, All right. within the arena players. Here we go. We're jumping to it. No, I no, wanted no, to no, say no, some no, other things no, about go, the about the. We're already two hours in. Logan, are you cutting me off? How dare you? I have five more pages of notes. We've only done one paragraph. What are you talking about? That's fair. But I'm <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> All right, I'll spare. That's fine. I'll just let me just three pages that's fine and and one last bout here what is going through rare's mind there's really cool we've got all sorts of curses that affect your eyes we've got the pirate legend curse which turns them white we have ashen which turns them orange uh order soldiers is black even though that one doesn't glow still makes them completely opaque the shrouded ghost hunter makes your eye red the asian set makes them yellow rare what are you doing i can see looking at at it from that viewpoint where you're going with it I think it definitely tied more into the red and gold theme that is is accompanied to the overused Lunar Festival events in games. I mean, it's got to be. There's no way they did that on purpose. I mean, it, the optics, uh, my dude. Oh, optics. Hey, I did a pun. Wait, no, I did a pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what would they, what color could they go that isn't already taken, though? That's the thing. You don't have to. Customs don't have to have a glow. The, I don't think the, uh, the 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 ruby splash has a glow. No, I mean like what, whatever. I just thought it was weird. That's all. I just so, it's, so maybe think about no that color twice. as opposed to the to the yellow eyes that they that they put in. I don't know what the answer is. I just maybe think twice next time. That's what, what if I'm they saying. went with like a, a, a jade little weird green, me. like a jade glowing smoky green that came out of your eyes. No, it's not bad. Ooh, smoke effect. Ooh, smoke effect. I always like smoke from Mortal Kombat. That's, well, that's what I was thinking, like Raiden, you know, but I mean, not Raiden, Raiden, because obviously Raiden has wide eyes with electricity mm. and still makes me think of Big Trouble in Little China, which, I mean, if we're getting into topics about, you know, what's what doesn't fly nowadays, ugh, that movie, but they could have gone with like a kind of smoke coming off the, off the eyes with a green, jade green glow to go go along with like some of the weapons and equipment that has like the jade dragon that'd be that'd be even better why not go with something like that logan i'm so mad i'm sorry i have an emote on freaking one of my servers that says three percent i was ready to really make this a meme and you had to tell oh, better really now. this oh. better yeah i'm glad yeah i'm glad you, you told me now before i really <laughs> delved into this and made it my personality oh it's so angering <laughs> Three percent. Oh, is it a big thing or is this on just like oh you know it because it's a big it's, in Canada? It's a big or January sixth thing. 
Oh, yeah, oh, we're close. No. Yeah. Oh. I mean. Um. Well, thank you for. I appreciate you letting hey, me know. Hey, Twitter. Twitter but showed me a Bloomberg story or a New York Times article that was like, "Here's all the symbols from January 6th," and I'm like, "Wow, Cthulhu? Really? Okay, that's a thing." Isn't it uh, cool though? It was. It was cool to see those stats that we got to learn. That I'm so surprised. Only three percent of players are. Uh, Pirate Legends, really? That's so high compared to what it was, though. That's the thing. Like when really? I hit Pirate Legend, do you know what the percentage of Pirate Legend achievements was? Point no. zero zero one percent when I hit Pirate Legend in the first year. Oh. So the fact that it has gone from point zero zero one percent to three percent, and it's got fifteen million users, is amazing to me. That so many people have hit Pirate Legend in comparison to what it what it used to be in the first year. And this is three years of growth. So, and the irony is that the, the outrage for the lack of pirate legend content back when there was 0.001% of the player base that was actually pirate legend and how that has died down so much since then. And that people are still hanging on to the captaincy thing is ridiculous to me because there are now way more pirate legends than there have been and there's way more content and you would think that there'd be more drive for pirate legend content and that's just not the case because people have have realized that you don't need pirate legend content you want pirate legend cosmetics now that we have pirate legend cosmetics it's no longer an issue and no one's yelling at rare because they're like i can't believe you aren't doing anything for pirate legends it's like you don't want stuff for Pirate Legends. You want stuff to to do in the game. You just want to feel good about hitting Pirate Legend and to be able to show that off. Hmm. It was a weird soapbox. No, no, interesting. I appreciate that perspective. Interesting. Because, yeah, it really changes like when you say stuff like you were saying. Like, oh, man, wasn't there more stuff? Why did I get Pirate Legend? What can I do now? Why would I cater to 3% to, to 3 of people yeah. of my player base? I, I definitely go to the 97%. And, you know... I, maybe next episode you and i can do a whole thing in arena it'll it'll be two hours in and of itself but like it, it will be i've got lots to say but if i can uh, speak briefly to this it's a little bit deceptive and i don't mean intentionally deceptive maybe i do mean intentionally deceptive you can determine for yourself when you were like listen three percent of players are responsible for 50 percent of the give me a second i had to stop my cat from scratching <laughs> i can hear yeah oh man I, I get this, but it's always like in the middle of the night and he can't hear me, but it's always in the middle of the night with like my cat scratching the wall after going to the litter box. And it's so loud and it's so annoying because she doesn't know how to cover her own poo. And it's just like, oh, if you're not going to cover the poo, don't go through the effort and in, in the show of scratching something to pretend like you're actually doing that. Feel like a jailer locking him in a cell. It's had to be done. <laughs> I told a nice little story while you were away that you'll oh, okay. you'll be the the first one to listen to it alongside Ooh. everyone else. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, uh, but I was talking about how it feels a little disingenuous because you have two game modes. It- oh my gosh! <laughs> and my other cast decided to be like, "But where's my friend?" Oh boy. <laughs> um, you have two game modes. And what you're saying is that toxicity reports are split 50-50 between them. Uh, That just makes sense. This just in as well, the sky is blue, and there's gravity on Earth. And it must be crushing your weak, puny brain, to quote Jeff and Control Robinson. 
And, and don't give me that there's only 3% of players garbage, because yeah, there might be a smaller player base there, but in that mode, you're surrounded by and interacting with the other players 97% of the time. So at least that much more than adventure. So of course the numbers work out. Isn't it funny how you get into more car accidents on the road than you do when you're parked? I agree with everything you just said. It all makes sense and stuff like that, but it speaks to the type of people that are attracted to that mode. Because if you have organized gameplay between teams, you don't see that toxicity. It is purely the people that are drawn to that type of combative mode that bring their own toxicity to the game. And that's why you're seeing more reports because that's where those people want to go because that's the mode that justifies the toxicity. If you go out and do a venture and you come across another player, you're never going to know what you're going to come across. It could be nice. It could be uh, mean. It could be toxic. Mm -hmm. They could be friendly. There's a broader scope of what to expect because the game in and of itself is, is decided on small small micro choices that are done throughout the actual game like the the time of attack how much gold do you have what your supplies are what sure. you know do they have an alliance flag up are they running regular default sales things like that in arena everyone going there knows exactly why they're going there and what they're going there for mm-hmm. so of course you're going to have more toxic people in there because those are the type of people that are drawn to that so it is not surprising that with the smaller player base uh, you're going to have more reports out of there. I'm honestly surprised that it's as even uh, between the two modes. But if it was organized gameplay, I think you would see that percentage skew. If it was like esports with teams and they all understood like, hey, you know, there's a terms of service, there's a code of conduct, there's a code that you follow. You don't do this or you get kicked out of the match. Like if you reported someone for being toxic and there was an instant AI machine that said, yes, that person said something racist and they get booted out of arena for one, they probably wouldn't be playing the game because they would get annoyed that they got reported and booted out of a match and their time was wasted. But people might actually get clued into, oh, what I said is not acceptable. And they might try and actually change that or they might just go to a different community. Most of the time, those people are just going to go to a different community. But if they they started to learn off of what they were doing was bad and they didn't do it as frequently, then you would probably start to see that that mm-hmm. percentage shift over more to adventure where people would would probably encounter more players and encounter people, the same amount of people that are mm-hmm. being toxic, but the organized play would be a little more, um, what am I trying to say? They'd be a little- Less toxic. Yeah, I guess less toxic. Yeah, they'd, they'd be more considerate. I don't want to get caught up in, in how you teach people not to to behave poorly. I, I will say, however, you know, building off of what you just said, how, how, how to phrase this. It's touchy. It's a touchy situation. It is well known for many people in the gaming sphere that competitive games often have people who behave in this way that I would, using what I would say is rare definition of toxic, that for some reason, it seems that in competitive games, you often get people doing these things using gamer words and the like. I don't know why that is, but it does seem to be the case. And this was the competitive mode of Sea of Thieves. So not, it's not surprising, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, but, but make no mistake, this is not a change to improve the game for us. It's to lighten the workload for them. Because where are these toxic players going to go, assuming they're still playing Sea of Thieves? Because this doesn't remove them from the game. It just makes it so that you encounter them more because they weren't reported and banned earlier. 
They're just going to be an adventure. This this is not a change for us. This is a change for them. And it's a real kick in the pants given that they said, hey, guys, we're going to stop supporting Arena. No more changes. By the way, here's a quick change. You can't talk to each other anymore. Uh, I, th- I think they're setting it up for failure. Uh, I'd get ready for that button to not be the Arena button to be not as prominent as Adventure sometime coming up. Don't be surprised. So, uh, I, if I can interject real quick, I don't think that those Arena players are going to leave Arena and go to Adventure because they can't trash talk other people anymore i think that the reason they're there is because they prefer the game mode and not the toxicity that they bring oh i see interesting so that they're not going to go to adventure and experience in them they're just they're going to stay where they are and just they've been gagged censoring great we really are just stumbling upon all sorts of like political things on this pirate game i didn't mean to do this logan i apologize if you just want to delete this episode <laughs> and me along with it i would understand i would but i'm not i'm not the host of the episode you are you're right and also it's saturday and, and it comes out monday you've got no time to find a new guest you're just plumb out of luck i mean i don't have time to find another guest i was gonna have to release it uh but um can i tell you something it's, sure. it's, as much as is i don't like this change in many ways for the reasons we talked about in addition that communication is key to fixing their broken queuing system but we could talk about this more when do we do in an arena episode but you can't tell somebody hey the system's broken the game will not fill in your fourth person and this game won't start until it thinks you're full so you need to close your game find a fourth person or leave and i can't communicate that anymore so he just sits there going why isn't the game starting because we can't do the one thing that fixes their broken queue system because we can't talk to them anymore. I mean, galling queue times, guys, just got a lot longer and they were already pretty long. Even though I feel like the only Tortuga area we had in the game, you talked about that a couple episodes ago, yeah. has been taken from us because it was the lobby of uh, Arena where people would get together and, and chill before the game starts. It's gone now. Even all that, I'm kind of for the change. And let me tell you why. Creativity abounds. Creativity is the solution to problems. People are going to think of ways to get around this, and it's just going to be funny. Someone's going to name their pets how bad you are so they can say, look at how bad you are. But people are going to do some funny things that are going to make you laugh to try to get a work around this, and and I think that's great. You are touching on something that I think makes sense. Anytime you try and censor anyone, they're going to find ways around it. And I agree with you that I don't think that the change to Arena chat is anything but a way to try and mitigate the number of reports that they get and that it may not actually result in the reports and bans that should be coming to those people. It's just going to allow them to live in their own isolated circle and do that. At the same time, I'm butting up against two two desires here. One, I want the, the people that are being toxic, I want them to get reported so that they they either learn not to be toxic which would probably be the better thing, uh, or two, they get banned and learn the hard way. But I also want the people that enjoy the game mode that want to play arena and not have to deal with that saltiness, uh, that toxicity to be able to do it without feeling like they have to deal with that because that's just the mode that they like. And that's the community that rallies to that group. And even though they don't want that in their mode, they have no other means of getting it through adventure because ships just don't come along as frequently as they would like for combat or they run and they don't they don't get mm-hmm. that. So I don't know what a good balance is other than offering the opportunity to turn off other crews by default and allowing people to make that conscious decision mm-hmm. to 
to turn it back on. Yes, yes. That is a suggestion a lot of people made, and I think that's the obvious solution. The, the, the fact that they didn't pick that shows that their motivations are something else. I, I thought of another thing, by the way. Have you played Hearthstone? A little bit. I think I know where you're going with that, though. Online card game, and they got rid of communication from the very start because they knew it's a free-to-play game. We don't want toxicity. So you can only use like one of six phrases. And one of them, when it first came out, was sorry, which was only ever used ironically to be like oh did i just play a card you can't beat sorry that's exactly what's going to happen here people are going to emote people already do it in adventure with rolls on the deck laughing to laugh when they've killed you and spawn camped you or something what aside from doing what they just did now which is muting everyone there's they're not gonna be able to do anything and people are going to find always run out because they they didn't mute rolls on the deck laughing people are going to use this how far are you going to go what are you going to do you can't you it's it just it's evidence that their reasoning is not what they stated is but the real the biggest kick in the pants was that this was listed under gameplay improvements how dare you rare how dare you have that much sass but i appreciate the sass bring it out there i like it uh but how dare you but i like it when it's not against me this was against me so how dare you do you know here's a secret change they made though they did do one other change in arena you know what it is when you shoot a cannon and you hit another player you usually get the little flare uh oh no another one ah the uh, they've also now added a little coin sound of of coin going to coin purse or something to to help you know that you just got some silver or points was what silver essentially is, uh, which is kind of weird. Uh, everyone I've asked was very split about it, so I don't know if it was needed if we're that split about it. Uh, most of it was just like meh, but that was added, which is an interesting change after saying, hey, we're not going to change anything. Then they add these two changes. But the thread where they talked about this change, there's no way to look at what is sort posts by their highest pages, but this is the biggest one I've seen. It's 18 pages long. You understand that's over 600 posts. You don't get the latest update post was one page long. 600 posts, 18 pages. You better believe your boy read every one of them. And I have for you the top five comments on those 18 pages and over 600 posts coming at you fast. Number five. From Albacroft1638. This is going to kill Arena. How are people supposed to find TDM lobbies now? I'm sure a huge percentage of people who do Arena on the regular are TDM guys. Now, with no way to find TDM lobbies, I'm sure they'll just not play anymore. At first, I thought TDM was dead. That's Team Deathmatch, for those you don't know. People who go into Arena to just engage in pirate-to-pirate gun combat instead of uh, ship-to-ship cannon combat. You usually need to use communication. People are already naming their pets TDM and use those uh, phrases to get people to see if you want to do that. So it's not as dead as I thought it was. Now we got the pets. I think TDMs are just fine. Well, not even talking about whether or not you think that's good for the game that TDMs exists. Number four. Captain Stable. Imagine trying to get some of the group combinations in Arena Net right now with no chat. Poor form rare. Good luck anyone who wants to get the accommodations where you all need to like play a song or sip a grog or go in the tub. Uh, the best way is going to be naming your pet, but you're limited on that. It's going to be pretty tough for you. Number three. From Morgan3732. Why do you have to ruin my experience? Because some people can't turn off voice chat. Logan, this is what you said. Just have it off by default and you can turn it on if you want. That's the brilliant way to do it. Oh, wait, you can do that. That's right. I have seen mixed responses on whether or not this was already in the game or it's been added but there's an option to toggle mute all other crews voice chat 
It's unbound by default. You bind it to a key. If you press that button, they're unmuted. You're not unmuted. They would need to also press that button to hear you. But you press that button, you can hear everyone and see what everyone is typing. So there's a there's a way to get around it now. So if two people consenting want to hear each other, you can still do that. I don't. If it was intentionally added, then we can reasonably assume it's going to stay. If it's an oversight, I think we can reasonably assume they'll eventually get rid of that. Number two, Pablo Deneuve. Although it's true to be an unfortunate decision, I believe it will make more pirates rejoin the arena knowing that they won't be called names just because of their PvP skills. As a very respectful sailor, I welcome this addition to the game. That's right, I included a comment that saw this was a good idea. It, he makes a fair point, and even if that wasn't exactly the real reason, or was only part, if even not the major reason, Rare made this decision, it's still not not true. If people are toxic, this this is this is a way to do it, and this guy's happy that he can get in the game and not be called gamer words without having to every time you know, mute everybody or whatever. I mean, it's reasonable to have that opinion. It's number one. A Siggy Tau. So is Rare going to address the elephant in the room further or just pretend like there aren't 620 replies on this post that seems to be vastly unwelcome by the community? Please reconsider, Joe. And that's true. The I read every one of these comments and the vast, vast, vast majority don't like this change. Many of them are saying, or even trying to meet halfway with saying, have just have it muted on by default so we can unmute. It's so peculiar that they would, people who they constantly parrot, which I guess now I'm realizing is just company talk about how much we're trying to be transparent and we appreciate and we listen to feedback. And then they get this and they just go, you're wrong. We're right. Right. But with, with that's, no that's real like telling, response. It's like telling the bully, hey, you can't do that. And then expecting to respect the responses from the bully saying, well, I want to do it. I make mean, sure. But in this case, the 600 bullies went and, and jumped on a forum post, went out of their way to do that. You know, as well as I, as somebody having a podcast, how hard it is just to get feedback from people who like you. And it's, it's to have 600 come and take the time to leave that response. It's not just angry guy, angry. Have you seen YouTube, the algorithms? But you're already in the video when you look. That's why it's so easy. There's so um, YouTube video comments are so much more numerous. You're in the video. You just got to scroll down here. Somebody had to open up their browser, go to see if thieves log into no, their I'm, account. I'm, I'm talking about the people that make the content for YouTube's the, the anger algorithm that is youtube now is is the people spending mm. hours of of their time being angry and then carefully crafting and clipping witty comments sure. to try and prove how how angry and justified they are i can't right. look at a player base that is highly toxic and try to understand how them being silenced for being toxic is sure. worth listening to like it, it's it, and i, I want to get political but that's the thing it's like the people that are the people that are angry about being silenced are the ones that are being the most vocal about being silenced. Of course they are. And and of course they don't feel it's justified and, and how it's harder. But there's no picking and choosing without having a very robust report system that allows people to to really dive in and be like, okay, how many of these people are actually getting reported for something that needs to be addressed versus right. people that are just upset because they lost a match. And unless you have that kind of robust tool in a in a mode that is no longer getting development time, it's like, well, yeah, this is the easy thing to do because this is the thing that's going to accommodate the majority of people who don't want that as opposed to the vocal 600 posts 
who are like, I can't believe I'm being silenced. And you even brought up the ones that are in that that are like, of those 600, not even the 600 all agree on the same thing. Right. Yeah, I think it's, you can, I I agree with a lot you said. Let me say that right off. I agree with a lot of what you said. I think there, we still need to have uh, some finesse here. We can't just look at a bunch of people. If you, if you're able to look at somebody who, who got angry and disagree with the change and just write them off as well, yeah, they're just mad. I mean, then, then literally, how do you ever get feedback from the community when you can always just write them off as, well, they're just mad. So yeah, of course they're mad because they didn't like it. Who cares? I'm not going to listen to them. I think if you look into the responses, you'll see that it isn't just stay mad, bro, uh, because a lot of the people are meeting halfway saying, okay, why not make it off by default? People who are in here are the vitriol toxic people aren't meeting you halfway. They're coming in there and then they'll flame you with a bunch of gamer words or they'll not because they know they'll get banned, but they'll get as close as they can and just be mad about the change. Uh, the pe- reasonable people of which tons of these comments are, are saying, I don't like it. And they're being articulate as well. I don't like it. How about this instead? That shows that it's not just mad right. mad. Like you saying that is akin to Rare saying, we're not going to further development, do any development for uh, Arena. And then right after that, they're like, we're making a quick change about voice chat in, in Arena. That's technically development time. So you saying like you saying that that everyone's angry and that that their their voices isn't being heard it's like rare is this isn't locked away in a vault forever like they can make changes and edits to the voice uh settings for arena if they need to if they see that it's warranted but the community has to has to stand up and be like i'm not just mad about this i'm also offering constructive thought out uh criticism about why i think this could be a better alternative so if, if that's there in mass, then mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot easier for Rare to be like, okay, well, you guys have, you know, you put your pitchforks and your torches down. You had a discussion. You you democratized the the options and, and you decided this would be the one that everyone would prefer. And it's the one that mm-hmm. benefits the uh, the people that want to have the game in a, in a non-toxic fashion. So we will implement right. that change. It's not like they can't change their mind now right. that they've now that they've made this choice. They've they've reversed things in the past. So well, I hope they do because I think everything you said, I see there in the thread. They're all doing that, and that is exactly what just happened in that thread. Rare hasn't anything. You you made a good point. Maybe they will, and just haven't waited long enough. But if they don't, it's they're really it's a complete ignore, ign- ignoring reasonable people with reasonable complaints, and that sucks. We're giving reasonable uh, solutions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is having a reasonable solution is key. That's the thing that has to gel with the development cycle too. On top of Rare being like, why isn't this fixed? It's like, how does it fall in line with all the other stuff that they're working on at the moment too? Like, do they even have engineers that have time to be able to work on this? Or are they really busy focusing on the stuff that they're currently trying to fix or things that they are currently trying to work on for future content too? I mean, they had the, they had the effort to be able to implement it to turn it all off. I can't imagine it would have been much different to just toggle well, it. Toggling a feature off is a lot harder than building in functionality for an option that isn't already there. Yeah, that's what i'm saying it it all we're, all we're asking the reasonable thing that almost everyone agreeing on is just toggle it off by default right turning it off completely and then offering an option later on is going to take development time but it's already no it's it's already in the game right now if i hit escape and then it shows me everyone i can mute them individually and there's a little option that says mute all crews that's in the game right now it's just defaulted to off 
what we're saying is that, in, or I should say what, what people in, in have agreed is the halfway mark is instead of shutting it down permanently, just have that feature by default toggled to, to on, and then you can turn it off if you want. Right. Okay. No new development. You're not adding any new buttons. You're just switching to something that says on all the time to say I mean, off. Any, anything that they have to tweak is going to be development time, and then it's going to have to get QA. Right. And they put development time into muting everyone. They could have just put that under toggling it. But listen, Logan, we all know that you've been saying for years you want Arena out of the game anyway. We all know what you're you're thinking about here. You're waiting for the day until the button's so small, the X button on a pop-up ad is smaller. I, I see what's going on here. I want people to play the way they want. My wants only factor in as far as my. <laughs> you design. want Arena out of the game? You've said it before. I, I'd be happy if they deleted it. Other people wouldn't. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that what I say goes. So <laughs> I will. I will uh, lean. I will I'm lean hard on that because I. I know your dry humor, and I know that people will start to take that as fact as opposed to desire. So right, 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 right. Well, Logan, I, I've had you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you just? Yeah, but you know what? I mean, ice cream flavors aside, we can we can talk about that off air. <laughs> you you've you've given me so much of your valuable time. I appreciate it. I have so much more to say, but you are representing the audience and the fact that you just don't want to hear it and be better if it wasn't said. I appreciate you taking all the time you took out to spend with me. Is there anything last little bits you want to talk about? Maybe next time we can get together, we can talk about the new voyage a little bit. I'd honestly love to do a, an episode dedicated to Rena because I got to legendary sea dog i love to talk about my journey a lot of the things i learned when that happened i love to do that sometime in the future but i'm just honored to be able to spend this time with you and i really appreciate it, it was a lot of fun thank you so oh, much thank you we always have really good conversations about what's good and bad about the game the only thing that i think we didn't really get a chance to really cover was sea thieves monopoly now and that's getting around it's been interesting seeing that <laughs> and no more weekly streams which was kind of oh. surprising uh to see that so we're only getting one sea of the sea of news update a month if if we're lucky no more weekly streams um tweets are still going out there's no more podcast and oh man i'm kind of i mean the videos have really dropped off uh, for like behind the scenes Mm -hmm. things as well too uh because of working from home and whatnot it'd be kind of boring just to see someone in front of a computer all the time i'm bummed but can i tell you i'm not worried because they've repeatedly said recently that they've had the higher player base they've ever had before. So that makes, and they've had the biggest team working on Sea of Thieves than they've ever had before. That's really exciting. I would otherwise be worried that maybe this game is going to start and going down the trajectory of dying and them unsupporting it. But the fact that all those other things are true, I think the symbols of them not doing the videos and stuff isn't a symbol of the game dying at all. And I'm very, very, uh, I'm looking very positively at the future of Sea of Thieves. Very excited to see what's going to come. I, I mean, I don't, I don't want anyone listening to this to get the idea that I feel like the weekly streams were the lifeblood of the, of the game. I, I, I think right. the thing that I enjoyed about it, and, and this is speaking as someone who got to be on the weekly stream when it first kicked up, it was cool to be brought in by the studio to showcase content creators or interesting people out in, in the Seathies community and not having weekly streams takes something away from the connection that the dev team had with the community because right now at this point all we have are the videos that we get for content updates and the sea of these partner streamers on twitch and outside of that we haven't seen any expansion to i don't even know if they're planning on bringing in 
other forms of, of content creators to the partners programs. It hasn't been made clear otherwise. They said they were, but they, they haven't. But not having those weekly streams really kind of removes some of that uh, connection. So I guess if I had to summarize anything, I, I don't think that they won't do anything in the future. I would just like to say that the, the weekly streams were a, a great way to showcase content creators who weren't Twitch streamers. Mm-hmm. I mean, poor Shillanath. She's not going to be able to do those sum I up know. videos anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I relied on those to catch Me up too. on what was going on. And her not yeah, getting yeah. to do those anymore is kind of a bummer. I mean, we'd also get little tidbits of knowledge once in a while when they ask a question. They give us a little peek behind the curtain yeah. about something. Yeah, that was another a cool thing about that. That's how we learned about fire, you know, before it was uh, was announced. <laughs> you know, you talked about the Monopoly game. I am uh, working together with some friends. We're going to make some time. We're going to play the uh, role playing games. Maybe next time I'll be able to report to you what that was like. That's another thing that came up this uh, last week that we didn't get to touch on is Freddie Prince Jr. came out with the second episode of their role playing game over on Gaghead uh, YouTube channel. Uh, second episode. It's only about a half hour compared to the the first hour. Oh, but nice. yeah, that's that's out there too. Um, if people are interested. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, he he had um, a nerd propellant 3D print that uh, megalodon and the uh, the brigantine, and he's got his crew. Oh, cool. Uh, he's got a big map table and all kinds of good stuff that he's he's got little figures, little pirate figures and stuff, and he's got the map table set up so that people can choose like what voyage they're going to go on and what island they're going to visit, and then do something and then. And they do a um, they do a peg leg race at the end of every session <laughs> to and, and if they have a peg leg, they get advantage, but they roll. And then whoever wins uh, the peg leg race uh, gets a bonus to their leveling at the end of the session, which I thought was a brilliant way to kind of level up if you weren't doing any actual like combat combat stuff, if you're just going out and digging up treasures stuff like that but yeah that's that's out there in the world now too big shame is i'm doing it digitally for obvious reasons and uh you don't get the sales if you buy the the digital you only get the sales from the box that is a shame big shame i didn't i didn't realize that i got the box set so i could get the sales (laughs) did you yeah i mean well i mean i i also got it too because i wanted to know about the lord guardian lore and i still i haven't picked up the extra books like the the white lady and stuff but i've kind of read through some of the uh stuff about that did you know that amarantha at the sea dog tavern is gay and actually in love with a princess i did not know that it sounds some levels of uh who wrote the harry potter books level of oh you know yeah she's a person of color yeah there's nothing in the game to tell you but definitely yep it's there well i mean she's not the Actually, now that I think about it, I'm trying to think if there are if there is any gay representation in the actual game. I don't think there's any straight representation. Oh, there is. There is the one relationship in the tall. Oh yeah, George. That, I don't think we know anyone's preference. Yeah, that's true. Other than that, and in that case, there was a skeleton that was in love with a guy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Stitcher Jim and Wanda too. There's that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he in love with her? Stitcher Jim? I guess. I don't. Oh yeah, he betrothed and gifts. No, I you're mean, right. It's hard to know, like, like where does where does the 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 brainwashing start and end with the box of wondrous secrets and stuff? This all sounds like stuff that uh, Falcor would get into with his videos about, like, uh, oh, this all the all this theorizing. Fight me, Falcor! Oh, here, let me do a Falcor video real quick. Uh, did you know that this thing that could be happening could be about this stuff that's only in the books? I get my lore from in the game. I don't know about all this other stuff. Oh, or the the ruby bladed black dagger group is gonna maybe they'll be the next thing ah oh, what is this fight me falcor you know, 
if this was my podcast, I would definitely hit him up because it's been a while since he had been on the podcast and I I would definitely talk to Mm -hmm. him about some of this stuff. Yeah, well, well, maybe then there'll be a a circumstance in the future that can be arranged where we can fight each other verbally on your show, my show. But thank you so much, Logan. (laughs) It's been a blessing. Yeah, it's been a good time. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you had me on this week to be able to come and share my thoughts on seasons and all the there was a lot of news to go over. I don't even think we got a chance to go over all of it. Well, and for all of those not in the know about this really dumb joke that I forced Logan to do, when I was on the podcast last, I made a joke about it being my podcast, and that's where this came from. And if you're lost, now you're not. Yes, it's a dumb joke. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters a little bit. But you're in the loop now. You're going to get the passwords at some point, and I'm just going to drop off and make my PlayStation podcast because 51 (laughs) hours over 21 (laughs) days for 2020 was pretty exemplary as far as i'm concerned for for playstation making i mean i'm making that that podcast well i'll tell you who i won't share those passwords with and that's falcor because he needs to fight me i mean you're he's already fighting uh uh beard again so i feel like he's is that right he's already i mean they <laughs> oh i keep water on the bottom of my boat in case you know somebody throws fire and won't get caught what's the last time the bottom of your deck got on fire what's wrong with I, you fight I, me i i have answers i can't share them we will we'll probably have to do it next episode. <laughs> Much love. Right. See ya. Peace and love. Are you interested in starting a podcast, but you don't know how to get started? Are you concerned that your podcast just isn't reaching the audience that you're trying to reach? Well, this is Robots from the Robots Radio Network, and I have a podcast for you. It is the Podcast Creator's Guide. You can check it out here at robotsradio.net on any podcatcher and listen every week for quick tips and updates for how to get you started and growing your podcast even faster. Check it out today. The Podcaster's Creator's Guide. Looking for a Fallout audio drama? It's True Vault Escapades! That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his vault girl Bunny as they solve the Wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades. It's a Fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcasts. Fight me!